Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. You best start believing in pirate podcasts, Normies, because you're listening to one. Yo ho, yo ho. It's the pirate's life for us Normies, so shiver your timbers and prepare to set sail as we start our voyage with the Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, on Normies Like Us. Arg. You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. You are without doubt the worst pirate I've ever heard of. But you have heard of me. The rum is gone. Why is the rum gone? Perfectly balanced. The tang is nearly the full width of the blade. <clears throat> impressive. Very impressive. And, uh... You heard it up top. We are setting sail. On an all-new adventure as we kick off our long-form movie coverage series with a brand new series. Because we are going on a ghostly, thrilling theme park ride adventure of a series. Because we are talking Pirates of the Caribbean. Kicking off with the first Curse of the Black Pearl here on Normies Like Us with your hosts, Colin Elizabeth Swan. (laughs) Uh, Mike Turner. Related to Light Turner, my favorite Death Note character. Oh, no. <laughs> yo ho, yo ho, normies. It's Captain Jake Sparrow here. Oh, wow. Oh, you love it. Love but you have it. heard of me. I have uh, heard we of have you. heard of you. And uh, we've heard of uh, this Pirates film franchise. We've heard of The Ride, as Colin alluded to, which I always forgot that this entire franchise was based on a ride because I didn't I wasn't like a big Disney person. So were you aware that it was a ride this whole time? Because I didn't know until after the movie was being advertised. Certainly never ridden this ride. I I don't know. Have you guys? No, I I didn't. I have. Yes, I have. And what is it? Is it? It's kind of one of those dumb. Is it kind of like Haunted Mansion where you're just on like like a conveyor belt and like robots are just kind of pelting you with stuff or whatever? If I remember correctly, it's a boat and you yeah, just it's go like a water ride. in a river. Yeah, it's like yeah. a water ride and you go through these caves and stuff. You see the pirates, you see Tortuga. Uh, they added like Captain Jack Sparrow animatronics to the ride after the movie right. came out. Um, so, but it's, there's a lot of references to the ride actually in this movie, like the dog with the uh, keychain. That's a reference oh. to something that happens in the ride. Um so yeah, I've seen it. I've I've gone on in Florida a long time ago when I was when I was younger. Huh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. As I, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but when I was watching this too, I was thinking in the back of my mind, especially in Tortuga, like how much of this is a reference to the ride directly. So I wonder if we'll, we have that. <laughs> right. No, like that exact scene of like them all partying and reveling. Like the lady pouring the of, beer in the guy's mouth yeah, and it's upside down. Exactly. Like, that's got to be in the ride, yeah. Does totally, an animatronic totally. say, like, this is cursed Mayan gold? There's 882 <laughs> pieces or, or whatever? No, because that wasn't um, part of the ride until it was okay. the of the movie, right? So that was all sure, sure, sure. original for the movie, yeah. Yeah, but uh, fascinating. Wasn't there... Isn't there some controversy I kind of remember where doesn't a pirate like grab a woman and it's sort of like implied he sort of like takes her away on the ride too? And so, you're like, oh, yeah, I think they might have changed some things. Yeah. I believe, time. yes. Yeah. By the time I learned about it, they were like, and we've cleaned that up. These pirates all, you know, give you high fives and tell you not to smoke cigarettes. And you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that sounds authentic. That's pirate <laughs> and, accurate, you know? 
<laughs> even the yeah they added the jack sparrow and i think barbosa like i said and then i think may have taken out jack sparrow by this point who knows but uh i'm not right, right. interesting <laughs> yes potentially uh, um yeah we're talking this franchise we're kicking this off we're doing our long form series um something again you you kind of pitched jacob our restructuring normies if, if you're listening to the first time for this last episode of every month we're going to continue so we'll keep talking about the rest of the pirates franchise um but just a reminder guys We've talked about, and it's coming up on the holiday season, specifically when we used to do these sort of uh, deep dives into franchises, but we've done the Harry Potter films, the Lord of the Rings, we've done Star Wars, Star Wars. now and the holiday we're special. And the holiday special. We finaled with that, I believe. Transformers, yeah. yes. of course. Go back How and listen. All <laughs> of the biggest franchise of time. Now, where does this franchise stack up? Jacob, in your mm. in your past life, where have you been like, Transformers, no way. I'm all about pirates. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm like I'm not really a fan of this franchise, I would say, but I think I am a fan of this movie because I think this is mm. a franchise where the first one was easily the best to me, and all the sequels have been some form of not as good, but um, this one I think really holds up and uh, I love it. So I'm excited to talk yeah. about this one in particular. Yeah. I, um, I was, I remember liking it a lot when it came out, you know, and it started a whole pirate craze. And I think, you know, Jack Sparrow invented like a new genre of Renfair character. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's 100%. pretty influential. Yes. Um, and to be based on a ride, I think, yeah, I'm excited to talk about uh, this one uh, in general. But there are five of these. Mike, have you seen the whole franchise? Have you have you seen every Pirates film? I think I've missed one. I watched the first three, you know, up to Chow Yun-Fat's in one, and then I skipped one maybe, yes. and then I saw the one. Javier Bardem one. So if that's the okay. last okay. one. That's the fifth one. So the fourth one you probably didn't see. I did not. I'm excited. I'm excited for a couple months. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited I for you to be watching one of them and be like, wait, this is the one I have seen. <laughs> yeah, we're going to we'll unravel I will the say mystery. the f- from my memories, yeah. I've seen the fourth and fifth ones, I think, one time each. And yeah. to me, they're very similar. So it will be seen. But you have seen them all. Okay. Yes. Right. The fourth wow. one has Ian McShane as Blackbeard and Penelope Cruz. And then the fifth one has Javier Bardem. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have no memory of that place. But Colin, have you seen all of them? <laughs> I I think I've maybe even seen all of them in theaters, horrifyingly enough. But I've, mm. I, I can't say at all that I've seen them more than a handful of times this early trilogy that I'm very excited to go back to. And certainly like Jacob, those last two, never more than once. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of a trilogy thing going on. And then they're like, let's mess it up. So... Well, it, it suddenly was, yeah, became they, Star Wars for our teens. It was like, oh, this is very important. It felt like to keep going to them, but then not really at did. all, of course. Yeah, I think it was. There's, there's a there's an original trilogy, and then there's further episodes starring Jack Sparrow main, mainly. There um, you but the, <laughs> the trilogy is adventures. Yeah, yeah. Was, you know, in the 2000s, it was very popular to like um, do a trilogy or split your final movie into two movies and then shoot them back to back, which I think mm-hmm. is what they did for part two and three, like Lord of the Rings, they shot them, um, at the same time. Uh, but after, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to get into all that. Yeah. Especially madness. as we continue through the series, we'll learn more about what 
what why did they do it what they did um but yeah um, yes. for this first movie like there was really no expectation so i mean i'm excited to talk about it um it's been a while since i rewatched it so at least we're starting off on what i think is a strong note we'll find out <laughs> if you guys feel the same way uh, i think we should um walk the plank you know shiver our timbers buckle some swashes absolutely yeah All right, we'll catch you we'll catch you after dropping a sudden stop we are back here on normies like us where we're taking a quick parlay normies because we're talking uh, pirates of the parlay. caribbean curse of the black pearl now was that the title when it released when we were kids or is that sort of a new hope situation where they're like hold on we're still moving with these was it just called well, pirates of the caribbean or was it curse of the black i can't remember yeah i this kind of goes into maybe my segment a little bit but i did have a a, a fact about this um interesting they, i remember it being yeah. advertised as black pearl but i don't know for sure you know long time it's a ago. big name that's the only reason yeah. i doubt that it was i will right. say they they it originally did not have a subtitle. They added it later because ah. in case that it was successful so they could have sequels. And I stuff. see. Okay. Interesting. Um, yes. Uh, I'll give some context for, you know, how yeah. this movie got made, Please that kind do. of thing. To take you back, you know, the early 2000s, the late 90s, early 2000s, um, there's this the company called Disney, right? I don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah they did some <laughs> cartoons at one point something yeah like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, the house of mouse you're talking uh, about oh okay <laughs> they yeah. had a pretty good 90s um but they had a you know kind of a string of of misfires or bombs uh uh and they were looking to you know kind of branch out they had this movie called the country bears you might have heard of it uh mm. also based on a ride so what's huh. interesting about this movie you could say this movie was doubly cursed in that number one, it's based on a ride and movies based on rides did not have a good track record at this point because the, the country bears had just come out and was a huge bomb. I don't even know if you guys know no, what that is. I don't even know that ride. I know the movie came out. But... I remember the trailer from when yes. I was a child, but I've, yeah. I've certainly never seen that film. Why would they? It's about, it? to my knowledge, a family of bears which are like these animatronic <laughs> bears that are in a country band and play music like bluegrass music together yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the movie is about them like going on tour or something yeah it's very I mean, it's yeah, yeah. Like, right. <laughs> it was their first shot at five nights i guess Freddy's. so yeah essentially yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have been better if that um, was the plot to country bears <laughs> needless to say it was not successful <laughs> yeah uh so number one you had you know that going against it oh we're gonna adapt a theme park ride into a movie okay well that hasn't worked out very well then you have well it's a pirate movie now if you know the history of pirate movies in hollywood Mm -hmm. uh from like the 70s until this movie came out it was not good uh pirates were basically known to be box office poison i think the last big budget uh pirate movie before this one was cutthroat island in the 90s starring gina davis and Matthew Modine um, begged my parents to uh, rent the Super Nintendo game for my brother and I for that just endlessly and to rent the movie. And I remember watching it as a child and being like, this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen (laughs) in my short life. I've never seen it, but it was like that and Waterworld were like notoriously known for like box being just 
huge bombs, right? And they, oh, they yeah. spent a lot of money on it. They're like, we're bringing pirates and, back. Yeah. And, and and on top of that, Jacob, you know that like the the people who made it out and we're not even talking pirate movies, but like Steven Spielberg's experience on Jaws was so famous that it was like, never shoot a movie on the water. This is a curse. You need to mm-hmm. listen to us. Like everybody understood that basically. Yeah. yeah. And even even animated, they had, you know, Treasure Planet uh, a little bit before this, which was a Disney movie. There was a yeah. uh, Clements and Musker who made Aladdin and a bunch of other. We talked about films. it on our Aladdin episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that didn't do well. So it was like and that was um, co-written by the uh, the writers of this movie, funnily enough. So huh. anyways, you can say that to to say the least, it was not um, – people were very nervous about this movie. Uh, Michael Eisner, the CEO of Disney at the time, was very, very uh, nervous about this movie. He did not think it would do well. Um, right. So it's kind of like defied all the odds because it became such a huge success, obviously. But beforehand, like it almost went straight to uh, video because they are like, no. we don't know – like we might just make this go straight to video because we don't know if it's going to be a success. It's a John Wick situation. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, that's a good so. point. Or John Wick's um, situation, I guess. Do you remember seeing it? Yes, I saw this in theaters. I was 13, um, went and saw it with my dad and uh, had a blast. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. I know I saw it. I don't remember, remember the circumstances, the theater, but, you know, I, I definitely saw it. I mean, it was a it was a really big deal at that time, like the yeah culture after it came out it really surprised a lot of people do you remember seeing it i would say after it came out because mike just to point out the difference of times i would say the trailers felt very limited i i maybe even didn't even see one before going to the theaters my stepdad took my brother me and my mom i basically Mm. didn't even know it was we went to the friday night july opening night you know showing at the the rave theater in our town Mm -hmm. and it was so packed. It was in that time before you buy seats. We split up into two and two. So I just sat next to my brother while we watched it. And my stepdad was like, we got to find good seats. Um, he was very excited to, to see it for some reason. Again, I felt like I knew nothing about it. And then it started. And by the end of it, truly gripping my seats, I was like, there's skeletons in this thing. <laughs> like, I was yeah. so fucking satisfied by the end of it. It was like, I remember the audience hearing by the end yeah no for some reason when i saw in theaters like it it is one of the strongest theater going memories of Hmm. my childhood and when i saw like the introduction of the jack sparrow character when he comes in on that like sinking ship and just steps off on the dock i was like this is amazing like this is great this is um, an event yeah i I don't create remembered it but i know just the impact like i immediately was like i'm in on this mm. universe, same thing, Con. I'm like, this is a great little, you know, pirate adventure. I'm here for it. Like, I thought they re- really did a good job. So, interesting. Yeah, who uh, doesn't love pirates? You know, One Piece. We talked yes, about it. Yes, look, we said uh, in that episode, we don't love pirates. Pirates <laughs> are cool. a question I have, too. <laughs> yeah. Around this time, an internet debate was started of pirate or ninja. I don't know if that yeah. was in your town, but that was going on. You know, what's better, a pirate or a ninja? Obviously, a ninja. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's where I land. Mike, it's so interesting you say that because obviously while I was watching this the entire time – and Jacob, we're going to do more context. But of course, this is a 2003 Gore Verbinski Disney epic. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one like that. 
eventually starring another man in this called Lone Ranger. And I was Mm -hmm. thinking the entire time watching this, it's so interesting how you can take this formula and apply it to what if cowboys were cool? What if pirates are cool? And then Mike, in my mind, I was like, oh, it is the pirates versus ninjas. And then I kept going to versus cowboys versus samurais versus aliens. Any, yeah. Well, yes. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. add any super cool history group of badass loners and make it sort of the noun that people have in this movie where literally you have the townsfolk in Port Royal being like, pirates, 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 you know, and just yep. saying it over and over that. like pirates are their own type of people. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know what's cooler. They're all cool. That's the point. Yeah, How about fair. you guys? I don't know. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. Well, I, when Robot I was a kid, I did, uh, <laughs> I did dress up as a ninja for like six years straight yes. for Halloween. Um, I think ninja or a ninja cool turtle. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Scorpion and uh, Sub-Zero were my brother's life for Halloween costumes and I when we were kids. It was just like ninjas just it were – I mean karate movies and stuff, like yeah. kung fu stuff. Like it was just ubiquitous. So well, yeah. this did – Put pirates back on the map, so to speak. Yes, like, oh, then for it sure. Kind of, this opened the floodgates, so to speak. But uh, if you, you know, look at the history the of Hollywood, you know, yeah. in the forties, thirties, uh, and forties, and fifties, like pirate movies were kind of a big thing. You had like Burt Lancaster and Errol Flynn and doing these swashbuckling adventures and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they like fell off, like I said, and became box office poison for a long time. And uh, so, like I said. Disney took a huge risk doing this. Of course, they had Gore Verbinski, like you said. They also uh, had this producer named Jerry Bruckheimer who mm-hmm. uh, came on. He's obviously known uh, for doing a lot of like action movies, you know, bad boys, uh, that kind of thing. So um, they got Jerry Bruckheimer. Then they got these screenwriters, you know, uh, Terry uh, Rossio and Ted Elliott, who uh i guess had this idea for a while uh going back to the 90s and you know they wrote aladdin they wrote shrek so they had some hits under their uh belt yeah and they came to michael eisner and they pitched him this idea and he wasn't super you know he's kind of lukewarm on it but but they went ahead with it but but jacob here's why eisner bites because it's exactly again what we talked about in the aladdin episode which is whenever disney has a success they do not trust it they go we nailed it with Sleeping Beauty or Beauty and the Beast. Uh-huh. Our core audience is little girls who love musicals. But fuck, wouldn't it be great to get boys money too? And they make Aladdin. Right. And they have all these other movie franchises and they make children's movies. But again, in the back of their mind, they're like, we want a movie franchise that little boys will just be like Disney equals cool. And that's, they were so desperate for that. This mm-hmm. works and this is great. And that's why I always love pirates because it works. But the unfortunate thing is when the things after it don't work, like John Carter of Mars and stuff, mm-hmm. the in-house people start saying, let's never develop this again. We're rich enough. Let's just buy the boy stuff. And that's why they buy Marvel and buy Star Wars. Unfortunately. Right. So, right. Right. Well, they're doing great now. I, I from what I well, hear, well, yeah, um, yeah, untouchable. Some would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too big to fail. But, uh, <laughs> Michael Eisner, you know, it's interesting to kind of read about it because he was so against some of the the best things of or the things that made this movie original, like the entire um, performance of Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. He just didn't get it at all. He's like, why is he like, like, like? Why is he doing it like that? Like we want to, we wanted a more straightforward, you know, action hero. Right. Um, 
So he's just like, this movie's going to fail. This movie's going to fail. He didn't believe in it at all, but they released it. It was a huge hit, obviously. And, uh, you know, that's how the story goes. So it is Hell fascinating yeah. looking back at, like Colin said, the things that came after your Lone Rangers, the other movies in this franchise yes. that we'll get to in the next coming months. But it's like this in a vacuum was a phenomenon. And like, I'll bet, you know, spoil my own thought early but like i enjoy this movie greatly i think it's a very good movie especially for a blockbuster i think yes like for a blockbuster it's one of the best easily i agree with you and i think partially that's because i think um it's like a prototypical blockbuster and i think it has a great screenplay i think you could study the screenplay in in film school of like how to make a blockbuster you know the way they introduce the characters the inciting incident and everything is just very well done by the detail work yeah yeah, absolutely but jacob i'm making little notes this entire time going like the one bullet in the flintlock payoff you know the the the, you know like all this stuff you're just like the character details in this stuff you don't get this in marvel movies anymore marvel movies are based on this entire film with the quippiness and the repartee and the four quadrant you know dynamic of again the golden triangle that i keep talking about Mm -hmm. scoundrel character uptight male character woman <laughs> yeah star wars yeah it's, for sure like it's guys it is what it is right like it it, it, it keeps happening the so, right. love but triangle. again Bad this is boy, where it starts boy, yeah girl yeah. yes yes <laughs> it's true it's girl. true and i think uh, but, the yeah i'm sorry the, i was gonna say that kind of the genius of that is having jack sparrow and this is the problem using the way they utilize Jack Sparrow and maybe the sequels would be different. That might be part of the problem with them, but he's not the main character of the movie. The, you know, the main characters are the more straight laced, uh, Will Turner and Elizabeth Swan. Mm -hmm. Then you have Jack Sparrow, this zany side character. Who's like just doing whatever the hell he wants kind of thing. And I think that's what makes that triangle work so well. Yeah. And as, as we were saying, the writing on this, like I was like, hitting pause like when the exciting incident is happening it's like 20 minutes in like we know who the players are we know what their goals are we know like what the obstacles are and it's like this is why don't we do this like it's it's absolutely well written and the Um, first you know from the first meeting of you know will turner and elizabeth swan the grown-up versions like you get kind of exactly what who their characters are will mm-hmm. turner's motivations and everything uh and then like i said the the introduction of jack sparrow as a character is like one of my favorite that ever yeah you know i do remember my first reaction to that and i'm like that is brilliant he's up on the mast it's like this classic hero shot and they pull the rug out from under you in the most brilliant brilliant way yeah what what an amazing character intro for sure yeah and we should talk about the character jack sparrow just because i think there wasn't really like a character archetype like this before where you know johnny depp he kind of took rock star uh aesthetics and fused that with the pirate thing um and a lot of people didn't get it at the time but uh is obviously very successful um and i think a lot of rent people owe their character to this character yeah Oh, if you guys were sure. pirates, would you do dreadlocks? <laughs> probably, I don't not. Think I would. probably not. But, you know, Johnny Depp can get away with it. I, I guess, do a bandana but, uh, for sure. And I would definitely do the little hat on top because that looks yeah. dope as, as hell. Yeah. And then I would do the eyeliner. Style hat. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> Just a big hat. Um, but I think Jack would be 100% is, of a monkey bike. <laughs> De Marcel. As a character, a great example of a 
true chaotic neutral on the alignment chart, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's really yes. will just flip sides at a moment's notice. No one really knows what he's going to do next. You can say he sort of has a heart of gold where he's always going to eventually do the right thing, but he's not against like, you know, stealing and stuff. He's not going to kill innocent people. Probably that's where he kind of drives. Well, drives yeah. you know, I, Jacob, literally heart of gold, the word flashed in my mind two seconds before you said it because i was thinking about what makes him different than han solo Mm. uh, a character that i would Mm. argue does more successfully layer in that this guy is a scoundrel who will eventually have a heart of gold i would say the interesting thing is when you meet han solo he doesn't have an active story he's being pulled into our main hero story so he ends up being much more supportive in that film Meanwhile, we meet Jack, not first, but very much separate from Will and the rest of the story. And we know he does have a purpose that he's headed towards. So when he's allowed to bounce around back and forth between sides, Jacob, you really do feel like he's much more out for himself. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. The character work early on, like you said, the pistol with one bullet, but when they're like they're talking shit like who is this powder broken compass like all of that you stuff have pays no off. you don't even have extra powder you have one bullet like yes yeah. yes but it just narratively it keeps developing and developing more and more mike where the yeah. little things that they're outlining just become so much more weighted to the personal character and pay off for the personal character that again like jacob when you're like study the screenplay it's like yeah how is this not available how does this not like just come with the dvd i would love right. to have this screen man yeah and even, yeah, you get, you know, in his first interaction with Elizabeth, you know, he saves her from drowning. Uh, so you see like, oh, he's he's not against helping, you know, saving an innocent person. But then immediately he's caught uh, because he's a pirate. Then he uses her as a hostage to get away. Uh-huh. So it's like he can really kind of flip at a moment's notice. Um, but yeah, yeah it's a great if, character. If she work. was not... Um... Elizabeth Swan, how quickly would he die? Like you don't know. Like would he save just anyone, or is it this beautiful lady? Like where is he? he does right, the right, right thing. Don't know. I don't know. Oh, great navy men you are! Mm-hmm. Uh, and as he jumps in, let's let's do a little context on Kira yes. Knightley real quick. Who plays Elizabeth Swan? Uh, probably yes. the first time we've ever talked about her. I don't know where she's gone. She's not very yeah. much uh, active in properties we would discuss. I guess you know these these big normie franchises. Yeah. Um, the story I really remember on the press tour of this film that I love to tell over and over, she had just had her first ever film appearance in a movie called Love Actually. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys recall that, where she plays yes. a very small part where she's getting married to Chihuahua Elijah for Rick Grimes. And then, yeah. and then Rick Grimes, a.k.a. Andrew Lincoln, mm-hmm. has the very famous scene. So it's a very small part, but she's become such an iconic meme of it because he holds up the sign to me, you are perfect, you know, does that whole big love yeah. scene. Um, she was 19 years him, old uh, when that was made. Well, yeah, stealing him, his best friend. Yeah, his yeah best it's not friend. a romance movie <laughs> best at friend's all. Fiance. Yeah. Richard Curtis has an interesting take, but here's, here's what makes me uh, love yes. Richard Curtis, is they're in the editing bay, and he's cutting Love Actually, and he invites a young Keira Knightley. It's her first film. This is the editing process. He's really, you know, really, you know, sort of being a, a nice, steady hand as a director to her. And he says, so tell me, you're so young. What's what's next? You know, you're just about to pop. I know it. What's next? And she says, well, they just offered me a pirate film. Uh, And Jacob, to you talking about the history of how these were so, you know, just hated and just shit upon. He immediately (laughs) says, 
turn it down. Let me save your career right now. Never do a pirate movie. And she basically called her agent to say that and got talked back into taking the part. Wow. A lot of actors actually did, uh, you know, turn it down or not consider it for that reason. Um, But was that her first movie? Because she was also in Bend It Like Beckham, right? Was that I think, but I think that's co with this or it's maybe mm. released after pirates because then it's very much build that she was from this and then of yeah. course uh she ends up being a domino which is a movie i fucking love the, the oh, tony scott was, uh, film where she plays the bounty hunter domino right uh, but how and do you guys feel like do you guys like her nightly as uh yeah well that i'm sorry that's of, probably Amidala's, her first uh, first film yes yeah. of course she's uh she's got a star wars she's background. a decoy yeah, yeah. um oh yeah. And Rose Knightley. Byrne was one of them too, right? I think so. Yeah. 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 Um, Filmography. Here oh, Knightley. Completely. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if she's a great actress, but. Um, I miss her. Yeah. I, I don't know. She, she should be more. She's not I good guess. in this. I would argue her and the next <laughs> no. guy we're going to talk about are maybe the worst parts of this film. Oh, <laughs> like you said, she was literally like 19 years old in this movie. Yeah. So pretty yeah. young. Yeah, I mean, I think I like Keira Knightley generally. I think I, I don't mind her too much in this movie, honestly. Um, I, I think she is charming as this character generally to me. But I, I, I whenever I think of Keira Knightley, I just think, have she ever done a movie with Emma Watson where they're sisters and why not? Like that would be really about. good, Mike. I don't yes. know what it would be, but I just she think aged that's... out of like little women. Otherwise she would have been perfect for one of those. Right. Roles. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. But um, I think she's fine, but I don't, I haven't seen enough of her filmography, but uh, so this is what I know her for mostly as Elizabeth. I think she's married to one of the guys from blur. Maybe some, I think she's married to an indie musician, which makes me think she's cool. And obviously she was a model for a long time. She's real thin. That always kind of made me worried about her. Oh right. Yeah, she does a lot. I feel like she's done a lot of period pieces. Um, yeah. Like yeah. I feel like she was in some Jane Austen. Yeah, Pride and Prejudice. Um, oh, and yeah, she's in the good version of Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, people yeah, like right. that one. It's like yeah, you're so close to Little Women, Pride and Prejudice. They almost have. So, it. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you know, of course, we have our boy Orlando. Uh, Let's talk. So obviously somebody we've talked about a bunch. I said we we did all the Lord of the Rings series. Mm -hmm. Obviously, this is him coming off of being Legolas where people go, you are the breakout character in this. You need another huge franchise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And actually, um, yeah, that's a big reason why they went with him over some other actors that auditioned because they wanted that um, kind of publicity from Lord of the Rings, which was a huge hit at the time, obviously. And they're really trying to piggyback off that, even though he's not. You know, nearly like the biggest star, like the biggest role in that movie. Like he's a side character, but he's well, cool. That I guess. cast too. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. like people just thought he was cool. He's an elf. He's got a bow. You know, like bow guys. You know? Yeah. But when, do you guys remember when we did Fellowship? I think we kept bringing up. Does he only have three lines in that movie, or I think maybe two or something? We're all like, how did he pop out of that? It's incredible. But he did. Yeah. He, like he did. He really yeah. did. It was a um, good-looking young guy who can do stunts. He can do court, you know, fight choreography and stuff. So he proved that. So they're like, you know, he can do sword fighting that kind of thing. Buckle a swash, Orlando. Yeah. Right? <laughs> what What do we think of him in this movie, Mike? How is he as Will Turner, blacksmith Will Turner? I I I just like this movie, so I I don't I like him I like him, but you know maybe yeah. I'm on the other side of you. I mean, it's not great, amazing. I think he's changing acting, but I think he's charming enough. Yeah, and the swashbuckling is good. The sword fight with him and Jack Sparrow is like in the in the blacksmith's 
yes that's yes. like an incredible like little sword fight scene i really like it but absolutely he's, he's will turner like it's all he needs to be he's fine he's will turner no yeah. yeah he's not a great actor but he can do this role where he's just a very straight laced young man who wants to rescue you know the damsel and um yeah. yeah and i know uh reading about this movie one thing Gore Verbinski said to him was basically he kept trying to be, he kept trying to play it cool because um, he wanted to be like Jack Sparrow or something. And Gore Verbinski's like, Hey, you, you're still like kind of, you're kind of a dork. Like you can't play it this cool. Like you're just a blacksmith's apprentice right now. Like you, you can eventually be cool once you do some cool stuff, but you're, you're still kind of straight laced right now. Well, I yeah. like that take when, when he yeah. breaks the candelabra and stuff. Like I, I like all that. You know? <laughs> like, <"Hi."> yeah. <laughs> yes. And I agree that the character should be written and played dorky. I, yeah. I agree with Gore Verbinski there. I would argue. Mm, I don't, I don't know. I've he's here's the thing. Both of them, him and Elizabeth Swan are getting blown off the screen by the performance. That is captain Jack Sparrow. Of course, yes, because it's like, course. it's so much fun. It's so interesting. It's so alive. But I would also argue that maybe the best acting and the most Orlando ever comes alive is when he's doing the impression of Jack Sparrow. <laughs> right. Yeah. Why is he? Why is he? Yeah. Oh, so that explains yeah. the. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That that works. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's kind of the problem is that Jack Sparrow is such a such a fascinating character that anytime you're yes. on the screen, like that's all you really look at. Yes. And, Again, uh, Gore Verbinski said like he would try to frame Jack Sparrow out of shots sometimes because he was just so, you know, anytime he was there, yeah. his presence was just so overwhelming. Well, um, he's wrong yeah. in that front then. <laughs> I think he made the wrong choice there. You need more Jack. More well, Jack, the better. Well, we'll get that. I would best. argue because with the sequels, they did go more Jack. And yes. I would argue that this might be the perfect amount of Jack because you don't want him to be the main character of the movie because – He's better as a chaotic, neutral side character, uh, in my opinion, anyways. He's he's causing the other pieces on the board to collide in interesting ways. You know, we get a lot of, yeah. weird, like, you know, in TV shows, you would have episodes where certain characters pair up. It's like that. You get, you know, Jack and Elizabeth Swan for a little bit of an arc. You get Jack and um, Will Turner for a little bit. And then, like, you know, it's just, yeah, he's good to be in the middle. And I think if they had this idea for, like, since the 90s, like, it doesn't even need to it's not a pirates of the caribbean movie like it's just on its face a very cool and interesting pirate story that they happen to yeah. have the branding like just like by itself it doesn't need to be disney tied in like i just think they had a really clever like set of plots yeah and, you know this whole well if this was just a more ship str- thing str- yeah if this was a more straightforward pirate movie it probably wouldn't be as remembered as it is now, but the supernatural element was one thing that they added to it. And then uh, the Jack Sparrow element, because Jack Sparrow was um, originally not going to be like this at all. He's going to be very much more of a straight laced Burt Lancaster swashbuckler type. Uh, But then when they cast Johnny Depp, he brought his own thing to it. And he basically said like, well, the pirates, pirates were kind of like the rock stars of their day. So I'm going to play him like a rock star. I'm going to have like heavy eyeliner. I'm going to be like drunk all the time. And, um so really on the script jack sparrow was not like this at all so and that, you keep yeah. saying rock star he's of course gone on record saying direct inspiration is keith richards from the band rolling right. stones mm-hmm. who we might end up talking about a little more in this that's series right. eventually mm-hmm. that's right oh, and yeah, you even went right. so far as to 
put gold caps on his teeth uh, by like without consulting anyone. He just did that. Then he showed up and was like, Hey, I got my teeth capped with gold. Why did you do that? And he's like, trust me, like this is a character choice. You just got to go with it. Um, And, you know, Johnny Depp was not a huge star at this time. He was up and coming. You know, he had done Edward Scissorhands, some Tim Burton stuff, Mm -hmm. Sleepy Hollow right before this, but he was not a huge celebrity as of yet. This really, it's one of those things where it really is him not having a franchise. And you do bat around that argument that people hit where it's like, Hey, look, Tom Cruise, uh, Tom Hanks, Daniel day Lewis. They, you know, they don't have a, you know, three movies where they play X character and they're well-known actors. What are you talking about? Where yes, I agree, but A-listers who don't do the Marvel thing, you know, the Star Wars thing, all those other big franchises we talked about, it is what it is. People did say back in the day, Johnny's not as big as Brad Pitt or somebody because he doesn't have like his big thing. And this this was his big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did a lot of like indie stuff, like again, Tim Burton stuff, Jim Jarmusch kind of thing. So he would kind of do his own thing. You know, Fear and Loathing Las Vegas, obviously. Whoa. Um, oh, man. Yeah. That Fear and Loathing... That's before this, right? Mm-hmm. That informed that, that. There's a little bit of homework being done for Jack Sparrow in that movie. Yeah, like, a little bit of yeah. performance homework <laughs> for sure. And um, you know, he did have this reputation of like he, he, you know, he parties hard, he drinks, he does drugs, so kind of thing. He's a well, and let's say yeah. this. Obviously, he has a kind of different reputation now, um, and I think yes. it's important that we kind of point this out real quick. Maybe going forward, we'll just talk about Captain Jack, not necessarily Johnny. Right. Um, but to say to the Johnny of it all, yes, we understand there's all this controversy now. Terrible yeah. um, on both sides, on all of mm-hmm. it. I mean, truly, just all of it. Uh, again, we would hope uh, that that wouldn't affect our conversation here. We're, we're going to not let it. We're just going to steamroll ahead through it. But mm-hmm. something something I want to point out um, that's going to sound like I'm being very like, Colin, why are you offering up this evidence that Johnny Depp's this incredible human being? I'm not. Uh, this is context for what we're talking about today. Something I want to point out is, and something that I track a lot and find very interesting, is the, the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Um, and if you guys know anything about it, of course, yep. Make-A-Wish it's the organization that satisfies, you know, for kids that are terminal uh, in hospitals to to get one last good thing, basically, in their lives yep. before they go. Um, and uh, obviously, we all know right it's very around. well publicized. Yep. John Cena is the number one wish granter in the yep. world. Like, he has done a billion wishes, yeah. okay? Hundreds, if not thousands. Now, that said, I believe the statistic is still true. Um, the number one, like, wishes granted by character requested is Johnny Depp appearing to kids as Captain Jack Sparrow. This is something he does oh. where he goes to a lot of children's hospital organizations specifically. Uh, this is an interesting fact you guys are going to love. This film is 20 years old. Lily Rose Depp, who is now an actress that we know and who is in things was a baby born like before these movies, basically. Right. right? Sure. She had some complications in the hospital. Um, they were very lucky that she pulled through. Johnny basically claimed, like, for the rest of time, I will try to do as much donation and organization as I can to these things. That has influenced him a lot, appearing. I'm sure you guys have seen them, the viral videos yeah. of him at the hospital, fully in character, mm-hmm. or going to schools, fully in character. Yep. Now, I said, Con, why are you giving all this evidence? 
Again, I'm not. I'm not saying that to say, like, Johnny Depp's the coolest person on the planet. Trust me, I do not believe that. What I am saying is, to really explanation point on this, is the power of this character that we are talking today. It's a character that means a lot to a lot of people. Um, When I was in high school, I would play Dungeons & Dragons with Mormon kids who went to a different high school, but through an acting program I did. I linked up with some of them. A friend of mine started playing with these sessions with these kids. I would start to go to. And the one thing I remember from them is the limited things they could enjoy in life. They would drink as much Diet Mountain Dew as they could. And they would watch Pirates of the Caribbean over and over and over because it was a PG-13 Disney movie. Uh. It's the first PG-13 Disney movie ever. We should talk about that too. But it was edgy. But they could say to their parents, Mike, it's Disney, which yeah. they knew meant safe. Wow. So it allowed them to further see, you know, bigger and more beautiful things in the world. Again, for that, I'll always be thankful. So I, yeah. the impact that this film has, it's ripples. Like, we're really going to yeah. talk about it. So yeah. I, I well, just want to say that, that uh, you know, people are complicated. So even people that yes. do bad things can also do good things. Can you know, do charity. Yes. Yes. Um, Thank you for saying that, Jacob. That's yeah. 100% true. Maybe don't. Yeah. Do but what I'll just say, thing, but <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, people like, yeah, people are complicated, yeah. but I will just say about this movie, I can't, un- I can't understate or I can't overstate how much the character of Jack Sparrow, how much he had to do with that portrayal and how much this movie would not be the same without him. So that's all I'll say. It, like, it, it makes yeah. everything work. Those choices it, and that. Yeah, and it yeah. also makes sense, Jacob, why we're going to be talking about five films in this franchise where he's the character who appears in every single one of them. And yes. also where we he get was, this yeah. news every day where people are like, why isn't there a Disney plus pirates live action TV show? Why isn't there a new franchise? Why isn't there this? It's because he's very much rooted to what was the success of these movies. So it is it is something to point out. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Without Jack and Sparrow, there is no franchise happening, right? If no, he was definitely the pirate guy, breakout yeah. character by far. And I was even yeah. reading Roger Ebert's review of this movie, where he was saying, like, you've you know, I've never seen a character like this in a pirate movie. I don't think I've ever seen a character like this in any movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and like it's, Heath Ledger's The Joker level. Like yeah, it is, yeah, it is like sure. where people saw it and were just like everybody knew where they were like, "Well, that's different." I wow, huh? Yeah, it's absolutely like magnetic uh, charisma with this performance. So, so um, we've got our, you know, we've got our main trio, right? We've got Jack Sparrow, we've got Will Turner, we've got Elizabeth Swan. Of course, we have to mention the fourth. Uh, major character, I would say, uh, one Captain Barbosa. Our foil who, here, yep. Yeah, Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey Rush. Again, I think he just kills this role, and um, you know, he's he's kind of a foil to Jack in his own way, where he's like an eviler version, but he's doing his own thing, and he's he's really leaning into the more traditional pirate like arg type thing. But yep. it just really works for him, right? He oh, is doing think? full on Long John Silver's Mike. It is he yeah. is it is Robert Louis Stevenson's Treasure Island. Yeah, yeah. he's R-ing it up. Um, but even an R-rated. <laughs> as a villain, though, like he's he even has like his own sympathetic. Like you, you feel bad for him in, in, when he dies at the end because he, you know, he's like 
I can feel again. And then he dies, but like, and he's got his writing. own pathos for the as well. feel to come back like eight times. And then for mm-hmm. it to be his last line, Jacob, I was like, yeah. this script is incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's a good time to take a quick break here and we'll come back and kind of go through. Yeah. What is the plot? What's the goal? What are they after? What do they want to do? And how do they get in each other's way? And yeah, we'll pick it up on the other side. Uh, yo ho, you mateys. Yo ho. We're back here on Normies Like Us, Yo-Ho, Yo-Ho, and a bottle of podcast. We're talking mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Yeah, We'll use the subtitle. We don't care. Yeah, why not? We, we're going to have more of these anyway. We, we know the new hope is happening. Um, but yeah, we kind of have our <laughs> players here, as we said, you know, Elizabeth, uh, Swan, Turner, Jack Sparrow, and uh, Barboza. But, you know, even when we meet Jack, you know, he has this one pistol, this one bullet, and that's who it's for, Barbosa, because, again, like Jacob said, Barbosa is more piratey. So they had this map to some treasure, and they screwed yeah, so him Yes, and Barbosa was yeah, his, first, his mate first mate on the yeah. Black Pearl. And this is interesting, too, because this is something that I read that drew Johnny Depp to the role as well, because the traditional mutiny and stuff happens before the movie starts right so yep Cap- jack sparrow's captain of the black pearl for like 10 years or whatever they you know they have this like you said they have this map to seek a treasure there's a mutiny they leave him stranded on an island um then they go get the treasure it's cursed aztec gold as we know which yep. uh you know gives them the curse blah 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 and that's where we find ourselves in this movie yes yeah, so jack wants revenge and to get his ship back, because he's Captain Jack Sparrow, after all. Yes. Uh, Jeffrey Rush and his pirates and the Black Pearl, they want to collect every piece of gold to break the curse. And one of which yes. happens to be in the possession of a Miss Elizabeth Swan, who just happens to have yes. enough of a crush on Turner to use his name to get her in a very sticky situation. Um, and of course, when she was... That same, it wouldn't have worked. When she was a girl, she, she saw uh, a young Will Turner in the water, saved him, saw the medallion on him, took it. And so that's their first meeting. But then fast forward, they're both adults now, young adults. Obviously, they have both have feelings for each other, but it's sort of a high society, low society thing. He's just an apprentice, a blacksmith apprentice. She's the daughter of the governor. So how many times do I have to tell you to call me Elizabeth? At least one more time. Yeah, I like <laughs> that. Yes. One more time, Miss Swan. <laughs> Orlando's yeah. knocking it out of the park. I'm <laughs> flapping, saying to myself, he absolutely deserves to be Mr. Katy Perry. <laughs> Fair enough. That's right. Um, and so that's our setup, right? We get Jack Sparrow visiting. Now, is this what what uh, what city? Or this is like oh, this Nassau, is yes. Bahamas or something. Please let me explain all this. So yes. in that opening scene, uh, and it absolutely wonderful, Jacob, how you talked about the backstory that the adult characters have that we're going to get being like off screen brings so much to their characters. Getting this little bit of backstory for the kid characters, I love too because you see uh, young Elizabeth Swan making the cross uh, oceanic voyage from Britain to Jamaica, which was a, mm-hmm. a huge thing back then. Uh, yeah. And she's going to the city of Port Royal, which was a real life, I believe in the south of Jamaica, uh, a port town um, that was established by the British. Huge background into what pirating essentially boils down to. 
Same thing that happens now. Colonial it's all about land rights. Yeah. Well, yes. It's yeah. all about in the same way that everybody now just buys up real estate or tries to be the first of things. Back in the day, it was all about shipping lanes, which were the way to basically control uh, consumerism, which yeah. was that you would be able right. to ship goods back and forth to places. Right. So, these, like Britain would establish. Obviously, it was a big thing, which will, will uh, appear in the sequels. Um, Britain's journey to the West Indies and then establishing the East uh, right. India Trade Company is, I mean, it's its own whole thing. But the reason that basically pirating exists is to pick off all these commercial shippings and, and you know, all this maritime adventure vessels. stuff. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Now, do you There's guys a know a lot about floating around literally and the pirates yeah. want to go grab it? Truly, yeah. yes. And, and tea and syrup. <laughs> is very fascinating. I don't know how much you guys know about it, but like, obviously there was also privateers, which were pirates that were hired by governments to pillage other governments. So like the French could hire privateers to pillage English and that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. The best. Um, But obviously the West Indies were so important because they had spices and different resources that you couldn't get in England because, you know, it's a tropical uh, What is this colored clay I can rub on my lips to make them redder? Tell tell me. Boy, what is this? And you're like, yeah, okay. Well, and then um, yeah, tiki masala didn't become the national dish overnight, you know. <laughs> right. Well, British <laughs> a lot of trade routes and British Empire absolutely loved colonizing places. But they did. A lot of that they is did. not. I mean, like this movie's not touching on that really, but this is no, happening in like movie. fantasy pirate universe. Like the same way we have like a fantasy yes. version of the Western. Like that's not how the West yes. really yes. was. It's like that yes. for pirates, right? Also, um, maybe important to point out or to call out real quick. It is a Disney movie, but for this time period and for the fact that they're in Jamaica, not a million people of color in this film. <laughs> right. No, right. Well, they don't touch on you three, know, I believe. Or anything like if you that. include uh, Zoe Saldana, which I very much want to talk about in a bit yes but yeah again it's fantasy pirate world yeah this is it's it's safe quote right it's very safe mike the only social issues so to speak that they touch on is is sort of feminism right the the woman's place in this time period with the kira knightley character where she's you know wearing this corset you know oh you you think that's bad try wearing corset she says later so that's kind of a comment Mm -hmm. on that and then you know i definitely remember going home from the movie and asking my mom what a corset was and again i think i was four 14 years old what was it for <laughs> but i would say the arc of her character especially in these you know in this trilogy where she becomes this swashbuckling pirate captain in her own right Can't wait uh right. you know so that is kind of commenting on the whole you know feminism of it all so yeah, at least yeah. they're touching on that maybe not some other issues that the, this time period would have around had, but, pirating yeah but then yeah. we have the i can't remember the name of the general the guy he's also wants to marry elizabeth he's getting mm, the new commodore norrington. commodore norrington commodore norrington his job is to yes. stop all the pirates so he's going to be on their tail you know when jack's doing his thing so that's kind of the the main forces we had norrington his job is yes to stop so you have the uh the british uh soldiers under his command who obviously want to stop the pirates like you said you have captain barbosa's crew who are um cursed immortal pirates who uh are trying you know that old thing (laughs) well the reveal of that how cool oh yes because she she uses turner's name so they're like oh shit we know who that is we need some turner blood anyway because they have to return all the gold pieces you know i think that's a great scene you're believing ghost stories you're living in one like classic stuff and i remember that you're in one percent no way and even the effects you know for the time yeah pretty good pretty good I thought yeah. it held up pretty well. I don't know about you yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. 
not like hyper do we realistic re- but it, I, it's good i buy it and rewind real quick to just yeah, do a, yeah, yeah. a plot point point to say uh when will was first found in that opening shipwreck scene he's wearing a medallion uh that is this gold thing uh, commodore norrington is just captain norrington at the time i don't know about you guys that was a big wake-up call to me when i was like wait he's marrying this like 10 year old he's like a man true. right now i don't like that oh it that's made me feel that's very upset wow. yes it is but i was not that. happy about it no um i guess they are upset Jones all this yeah <laughs> well she's worried that he's going to be identified will turner as a pirate so she takes the medallion mm-hmm. from him never right. returns it his entire life so she has kept this secret from him uh yes. and that is what the barbosa pirates in the black pearl are uh sieging uh, yes. Port Royale 4 is that one particular piece. Yes. Yes. And yes. I think the reveal of the curse is great because for this whole movie, it's just a very straightforward period piece. You don't see anything too supernatural. You get a couple hints where uh, first, you know, Jack's in the in the jail and they visit him and you see their arm in the moonlight. And he's like, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Uh, and then yep. you have Will fighting pirates in the street. He kills one. And then it gets up uh, or it comes back and he's like, that's weird. I thought I killed you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't get the full reveal, this. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she and then stabs it, them. Even the, uh, you know, even when they're, when they're kidnapping her, another classic scene where, um, you know, she's like parlay. Uh, yeah. Really great. Just fantastic writing. I think we get the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Yeah. We'll see these guys again. Mike, this franchise really goes like, well, you love these guys. (laughs) I do. Right now I do. (laughs) Yes. Without a doubt. Yes. Out of doubt. Intel and Rigetti are their names, of course. Intel and Rigetti. Yes. Wow. One guy, uh, Mackenzie Crook. I know him from, um, if you've seen the British office, he's the Dwight Schrute of the British That's office. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and Martin Freeman is the Jim, of course. Uh, classic British TV. Um, but yeah, they're fun. Uh, so the way else? all these things are colliding is, you know, now we know, because again, the script is so good. We're establishing the players what they want. Now we know, okay, we have a cursed gold. Jack wants to get that guy. But Jack is in jail currently. Hole gets blown in the you know like the the, the whole situation. Yes. The escape scene you have, the port you have royal terrible luck, great. my friend. <laughs> no, luck, yeah. no manner of luck at all, friend. Yeah. Yes, no um, manner of luck at all. But yep. even in the kidnapping of Elizabeth scene, you see her using her wits, her pirate knowledge yes. to say, "Hey, the code, the pirate code that we're hearing about now." I say parlay. Mm-hmm. That means you have to take me to your captain. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so they they go on board the Black Pearl, uh, and we meet. Barbosa, Captain yeah. Barbosa. And Jacob, you're right to hit again what her sort of storyline is about. In that first scene with her and young Will, um, Mr. Gibbs, a character we'll meet later, um, says, like, having a woman on board, that's that's bad luck or whatever. And then when she's brought on Barbosa's ship, uh, a guy says, like, don't speak and, like, hits her, you know, like a woman shouldn't talk and stuff. Mm-hmm. Barbosa's introduced with none of this he is actually um you know much more of like a gentlemanly rogue yes. pirate again like you said these traditional roles which yeah. is just so i don't know i don't know that i knew who jeffrey rush was at the time but i just immediately was like this character is great i want yeah. more of this uh I, I hope he doesn't didn't know die at the end when i was <laughs> 13 yeah no well maybe if he's popular enough we'll bring i hope him he's back. in four more of these movies <laughs> even know. though he dies yeah yeah <laughs> no backsies yeah 
Yeah, um, he's he's great. Um, and again, yeah, he's because he we you know he knows the secret. It's just cool to see his interactions with it. Like he has all the leverage, but Elizabeth doesn't even realize it, you know. And she's trying to escape. Yeah, he's playing nice, along. Yeah. He has all the leverage, but I really like requests. Yeah. Well, he, yes, nuts. but I like the moment where she puts the gold coin over the side and says, "I'll drop it." And he says, this is a whole ship full of gold. What would I care about one piece? And she says, I know that this piece is important to you. And that's when she does the Turner gambit. And you see the gears turning in his head. Turner's your name, you say. Yeah. Ah, then, then welcome aboard, me lass. I'll, I'll accept your parley and your terms. And, and, yeah. and then he immediately turns on her. And she learns this great rule, which I believe does come back in like four of these movies, which is like parlay is really just more of like a, like a loose guideline. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's what they say. Yeah, the, the code is more what you would call yeah. guidelines. Yeah, that's right. Um, pirate, which is funny you because that there line is, a lot. Uh, it's like, why did you double cross me? And someone just like, I'm a pirate. Yeah. Pirates. I hate pirates. You're the worst pirate. Again, Mike, we're in yeah. this screenplay. The word pirate must be written. 256 times yeah, yeah. the word parlay the word pirate um 880 yeah. times maybe but hey, the hey. idea of this pirate's code it's interesting because they do kind of go all in on that in the sequels and even this keith richards cameo uh that we'll see I believe um, he's the king of pirates maybe yeah he's like <laughs> I believe he's of the monkey code. d loopy like a- yeah 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 <laughs> it's in the ground uh, pretty much so um we'll get to that but um basically now she's on the black pearl they're going to uh isle de la muerte basically i think it's called or something like that the isle Isle of the dead um that you can only find if you know where it is uh that's a place on no maps that only those who know where it is can find Mm -hmm. yes meanwhile you have jack in prison uh will uh finds out that elizabeth has gone missing and vows to uh you know save her so he goes to jack to have an Norrington unlikely part nah, dog right yeah you're not you're not doing that you're just a blacksmith you chill and then will right. is not gonna chill so then he goes to get so jack. he goes to jack jack is uninterested but then he finds out that his name is will turner and immediately he's like oh you know what i am in will notices that so he's like hmm that might be you know something to pay attention to mm-hmm. um and then they go to tortuga which is the pirate uh city of pleasure right where you can go get drunk and do whatever else you can rabble rouse uh Free pirate. Yeah. keep it pg-13 but you know <laughs> yeah 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 exactly Maybe yeah tortuga's fun it's it's a <laughs> It's a lot like like it definitely, it is. you know, we're suspending a lot of disbelief here, but it's fun, you know, but it's like, yeah, there's it's complete unrest. You know what I mean? It, it's yeah. cool to see. The it's kind of it's, it's yeah, it's very campy, ride. like it's over the top, like no one's actually insane. living here. Right. Not really. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like um, going to Vegas or something. You're just going, you're just letting yeah. loose, you know? Right, 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 right. Yeah. But like everybody's constantly fighting in the bar. Like it's a fun <laughs> vibe, like a good set piece, I think, to have, yes. um, you know, and he goes to get um, Gibbs, you know, they're trying to get yes. a crew together. Yes, Mr. You know, Gibbs again. Mr. Gibbs is just sort of this like dedicated first mate, I guess you realize. So sort of Jack absorbs him as his and says, can you get a crew together? And they do this great joke of, why'd you throw water on me? I was already awake. For the smell. Yes. Yeah, he's kind of like a sailor who, you know, he was, you know, sailing for the British in the beginning and now he's a pirate. So I don't know what happened there, but I guess he's just whoever's willing to pay, he'll work. Um, Yeah, yeah. But they pull together this unlikely crew, including 
Yeah, now it's Anna Maria, right? Anna Our Maria, favorite, my including featured extra franchise. Anna Maria, who yes. will say she's a U five. She'll she won't say you know more than five lines. Otherwise, you have to get mm. paid more. But she will mm-hmm. say up to five lines and basically yes. say things like Jack, how dare Holy you? Ship. <laughs> yes, and of yeah, course and this is like a that. young Zoe Saldana. Before, wow, you know before her big breakout. We go did on you to watch this recently? Franchises. Did, yeah. Did any of you guys know this? I mean, we just watched Jacob. We just finished our last series where we watched her. Like every film at the end, she she played Ohura. She she became mm-hmm. a huge part of Star Trek. To kick off our new one, she's in this one, Jacob. What yeah. are the odds of that? Yeah, she's yeah. in and so many Q. franchises. Avatar. Yeah. We're, we're doing the Guardians after this. Then we're doing Avatar. So yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. It's but this was before all of that. But they could see, I guess, that she was kind of she had that star power because they, you know, like she, like you said, she's a featured extra. She's the only woman on this crew, and that's when you get Gibbs saying, "No, it's bad luck to bring her aboard," and then. Jack says, uh, it's better, you know, it's worse without her or something. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bad luck on ship. top of our bad luck is good luck. Or, and you're like, there's a lot of circular logic like that going yep. around. At one point, the guys in the cage say something about how the Black Pearl leaves no survivors. And Jack goes, if they leave no survivors, how could the stories get out? It's like, there's a lot of those jokes of like circular jokes that I really yes. like, actually. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. And of course, she will not be back in the sequel. No, so. I don't think so. I, yeah, uh, I, I read that no. she did not have a great time with the oh. higher ups. She's like the, the yes, I was gonna upper brass. That I want to ruin your fact. But. No, no, this will be in the quiz too. But we'll oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but Possibly, so she will not yeah. be back. Oh, but they no. set her up as if she would be because like you owe me a ship, and at the end there's some interactions. So it's like I totally because I wasn't aware. I hadn't seen this in so long that where I became yeah. like, oh, Zoe Saldana, number one fan. Let's go. And I was like, huh, no way. Uh, it was a pleasant surprise. I did not remember. Yeah. No. So I remember. But, uh, yeah. She'll go yeah. on to bigger and better things. She will. But, so they're putting this crew together in Tortuga. They're going to go after the uh, – well, of course, we skipped over – you know, Jack and Will uh, stealing the Interceptor, the HMS Interceptor, which is the fastest ship in the fleet. There's basically yeah. three ships in this, right? There's the Black yes. Pearl, there's the Interceptor, which is a small, flat, fast boat, and then there's the mm-hmm. Dauntless, which is the flagship, um, flagship of the, the Royal Navy, you could say. And we're getting this recurring joke, Jacob, with Norrington uh, during these parts with the worst pirate I've ever seen, the worst pirate I've ever seen, and then we're getting the payoff when they steal the HMS Interceptor. It's got to the be best the best pirate I've ever seen. I've ever, ever seen. seen. So it do, would do, do, do. And we should talk about the score, too, because then that's kicking in, and I'm like, I'm literally like jacking off while I'm watching this movie. I'm like, this is great. so good. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Commodore Norrington's basically in this movie to just basically get cucked throughout the at movie. every set by <laughs> yeah. both characters. And literally yeah, yeah, at the true. end, he takes <laughs> he takes the other guy's hand and says like, "Will you love her?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like so brutal. It's like, oh my god. Dang, if I can't dude. have her, I guess you can. Hey, but I'm... <laughs> are you a good guy? Just tell me you'll kiss her every night. And you're like, yeah. dude, like you lost. <laughs> like, like you sound like a fool right now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, he's just there to be British and get cocked. Um, yes, but so they will be back as well. They have this genius plan where they, they steal the much larger Dauntless, but then when they go after, when the, the, uh, British goes after the Dauntless with the interceptor, they swing over to the interceptor and take the smaller, faster ship. Um, brilliant. So they head to Tortuga, get a crew. They're going to 
you know, chase after the black pearl. So they all meet up on this Island. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, Jack and will sneak in, check out what's going on. Of course, they, the pirates think that Elizabeth is Elizabeth Turner. So they're going to use her blood to lift the curse. Um, Uh, And just to stop you real quick, I will say at this point, and maybe this is the one weakness I have for this film. I was truly like, oh shit, this thing's wrapping up. That's wild. That's, I can't believe Mm. this ends so quickly. I hit pause and I was like an hour and 40 yeah. minutes left. <laughs> That's how could yeah. that, I was like, how could that even be possible at this point? But it gets right to the action, you know, and then there's this whole thing where Jack gets, you know, stranded or Jack and Elizabeth right, get stranded right, right. on an Island. And, I just couldn't believe it. When that yeah. happened, I was like, we go back to Isle de yeah. Morte later. I was like, we go there twice. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That was the first will, uh, I can yeah. see a world where you only go there once in this script. It's a mm. little long, even though I really it's, enjoy it. Mike, by literally when this film wraps up, I hit pause and there were still 20 minutes left. And then Will Turner turns into a three musketeer at the end of this movie. And we won't yeah. talk about that. Yeah, I didn't right. need any of that. Let me tell you. <laughs> no, that was great. Cause that's kind of um, setting up, uh, you know, a future movie where it's like, Oh, the, con- the continued adventures of Jack Sparrow and Will Turner. I would have to assume that's all reshoots. <laughs> oh man. Maybe. Who knows? But, um, but oh, yeah, yeah you know, Jack Sparrow still got to switch sides three more times before this ends. That's, yeah, that's true. true. They do the cool ritual. They do the blood thing. Like you're saying, it's this whole thing about, and I love that there, we will find out that every culture has cursed like 5,000 items in this magic world. But I love that this one specifically, they're like, look, we took a stone case from some Mayans. That was from, it's from, uh, what's his name? It's, it's the, Cortez. yeah, it's the Cortez. Aztecs, thank you. Who um, was trying to yeah. find El Dorado, right? Mm-hmm. Cortez, the, the conquistador who was notoriously very brutal cool. to the native people of, um, South America. And so they gave him this cursed gold, I guess, as, uh, yeah. So I like that it is kind of rooted in history. Yes. I um, love that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. It's a little, um, it's a little, um, uncharted, you know, dare I say. Yeah. <laughs> um, Another great little movie. jungle Another cruise. If you guys movie. ever got there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. But, um, um, so I, I do like this though. Like, did it work? And then he just shoots the guy and then it's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not dead. It's like, but yeah, you know, like that stuff's fun. So they realize something's wrong. Then will, uh, is able to cat kind of take Elizabeth, um, they kind of escape. Let me. Am I remembering yeah. this correctly? And then they. Yeah. They, no, you are. They, they escape. Yeah. This but is where Johnny comes in, and the then they find thing. Jack, and they're like, "We'll take Jack captive." And that's when they put him on the island with Elizabeth, and that's when they go yes. on the boat and they turn because Jack says, "I'll play my card here. I'll give you this kid. This kid's related to Bootstrap Bill, and this is a name that we've heard about a thousand times. We're still not really fully associated with what's going on with him." But we yes. did get a speech from Mr. Um, Gibbs, who yeah. was like, you know, so here's it wasn't about Bootstrap Bill, but he set up the entire thing with Jack Sparrow to say, like, when they found that gold, everybody took a vote on how it should be split up. And basically the only person who was against it was Jack. And they're like, well, fuck you. And they mm-hmm. mutiny his ass on the island. So we're going to later find out how the rest of that sort of judicial process went. But that yeah. sets up the whole legend that is Jack Sparrow of like, well, how did he get off it? You know, he, he tied 
four sea turtles sea together. Turtles. <laughs> sea and then turtles. what did he use for rope? <laughs> Human hair from my back. From my and back. then he just and then you don't know if that's true or not. He, I like that he just answers. It's like almost like if he's heard yeah. the myths too, and he's like, and we're moving the boat now. I think that's very fun. Uh, well, yeah, he's building Mike, this whole mythos about himself. Yeah. But right. in a real world context, Jacob, where we know now mm-hmm. that sailors on these boats who we talked about it in one piece with the with the tangerines and stuff. They would get the the scurvy, scurvy. so bad they would yeah, lose their minds so much. Yeah. We know for a fact now that they would see manatees and dugongs and sea cows and be like mermaids. <laughs> like, like every story right. that they had out there was like, and then the god Poseidon came out of the water. And you can't believe any of it, but you also can believe some of it. And that's really what I like about pirating in general is the the big grandiose um, yeah. legacy of Myth storytelling making. that's yeah. tied to losing your mind, basically. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like that's the what historical this movie facts is. about yeah. pirating is like all the famous pirates were were like pirates for like two years before they were yes. like caught by the British and killed, basically. Yes. Right. But you because, wouldn't like, learn very these dangerous things. Pastime. Yeah. But like, but what I really like about that Edward Steed show that's on right now, um, and what you learn about Blackbeard, Edward Teach himself, um, that he would do that thing where he'd like put matches in his beard and like yeah. light them on fire, so he would like look like a demon to people, like but while he, he was killing them. Be like, <laughs> yeah. they were crazy, like they and were of, sick and crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but a lot of fun. people don't know that like Blackbeard would um, try to avoid killing a lot of people if he could, because he would just be so intimidating and fearsome that people would just surrender, and that's yes. easier than having to kill a yes. bunch of people in attack. And he right? wants to like, create a legacy. He wants yeah. to. The bigger the myth, the more he'll be left alone. Like that yeah. is half of what Dead it was back no in the tales. day. Absolutely. So yeah, it's the whole thing of like, well, if they didn't leave any survivors, then who told the tales, right? I love um, it. Yeah. I love and then we find out ego with all the pirate captains, like yes. a bigger hat. Yeah. Like they again, they want that <laughs> yes. reputation as well as the fortune. Yeah. Um, and then when they do get stranded on that same island uh, that Jack was stranded on before, we find out the secret. His secret was that he got off that island in three days because some rum runners were using that island and he, he got off that way. So really, yeah. the myth was very different from the reality. But from the um, looks of it, they haven't been using this hideout in a while. Yeah. And he gets yeah. blasted on rum. It's great. Why is the Elizabeth Turner B's clever again? She knows obviously it's clear he wants to get blasted on the rum. She pretends to go along with it. <laughs> he, so this is where I feel where I'm like, girl, th- you're in danger here. Like this <laughs> yeah. this guy is so dirty. The way they've all been around. You just imagine that this guy has not been around a woman in so long. And when she says that line about how she's not drunk enough to be with him, I'm like, girl, be careful here. Like this yeah. is so dangerous. Yeah. Well, Luckily, out. Jack Sparrow's a good guy. He would never do yes. anything. Luckily, right. it is a PG thirteen Disney movie. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Fantasy power um, world is much better than real yes. life. <laughs> yes, um, but they uh, so obviously start the huge fire. fire. She knocks them out. Yeah. Yep. Starts a huge fire. She's like, "Oh, they're gonna Why see us." The rum Jack gone? gets pissed off. Yeah, and then uh, the boat is on the horizon. She's like, "I'm never gonna." There'll be no living with her after this. Like, damn it, she was right, and there's no rum, you know. What yeah. do you can I ask you guys? What do you think is the most famous line from this movie? Huh. But you lot. have heard of me. Um, worst pirate I've ever seen. Um Mr. Believe the rum's rum gone. gone. Yeah. I, I think maybe that one, Jacob. Gone. I think it there's the one memes that, that have been uh, made out of this. Yeah. One line it literally inspired the name of a band, which we'll yeah. talk about. Uh Mike yeah, knows yeah, what I'm talking about. Oh, I don't know uh, what you're talking yeah, about. I'll Interesting. I know. 
Um, Dead men tell no tales. I would imagine. No, you'll, you'll know. You'll know. But um, a lot of iconic. I don't know for sure. But you. It's also iconic. Me. Yes. Yes. I still put my money. Imagine anything Jack Sparrow says. I was doing the Leo points meme a lot, Jacob. Yes. Mm. Every line he was saying, I was like, that's another one you see on the internet a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't know if pirates posting is like as big as like sequel memes or something, but I would imagine it's up there. No, No, maybe in the 2000s. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Who are the people holding this franchise down like (laughs) annually, like uh, Harry Potter? I don't think there's many, but there's probably some. Well, it just doesn't really have a season tied to it, does it? Pirate. Yeah. No, yeah, there's never one moment in this where they celebrate like Christmas. Like, I no. know that's they dumb more, to point yeah, they out, but it's like Harry Potter has that. You know, it's yeah. like people associate those with holidays now. True. Even yeah. Star Wars. But, uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, you know, the, the British recapture Jack Sparrow. They they save Elizabeth. And now, you know, they're headed my wedding towards. Gift. My wedding gift will be to go save Will Turner. That's yes. right. So. so they want. So she wants to say, "Will oh, Turner." Are you convince. saying you'll marry Commodore Norrington, daughter? Yes. Like, yep. Um, Jonathan Price, obviously playing her dad, um, the best, the <laughs> best, yeah. the dirtiest priest in Westeros. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. He gives off like the energy from uh, the dad in Aladdin. I can't remember. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. Big salt and vibes, Mike. Yeah. Big yes. salt and vibes, yeah. So <laughs> Big salt and vibes is something I'm going to start saying about all these old himbos that are, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. dumbass dads who are like, governor. my trains, um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> great. So, obviously, they convinced Commentator Norrington to go after uh, the pirates, so they're all going to meet up on this island. Um, We're going back and, and, to... and again, Jack's got his own plan, so he, again, backstabs the the british by convincing him of this whole plan then he goes in um makes his own deal with barbosa but he's he's like triple triple play in them i'm saying this is when he brings up the bootstrap bill stuff yeah maybe yeah this is when we finally learn the secret of bootstrap bill of what happened is he was the only one to vote on jack's side so they made him walk the plank yes he was will turner's father bootstrap bill turner who it didn't sit well what they did to Jack Sparrow with him. Mm-hmm. So they, yeah, they made him sink down to the bottom of the ocean. Yep. Um, but of yeah, course, I also like the through line lesson that we're getting for Will, which I think is very good writing that Johnny literally points out at one point. He's like, you knew your father's a sailor. I knew him as a pirate. You think he has this bad legacy. I knew him as a good man. How can't you reckon the two? And he's like, Oh, mm, you're mm. right. I guess. Yeah. Right? We like learn a little more about all pirates um, are bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's basically what Jack Sparrow is saying. Like, no. he's a good man and a pirate. And then we learn that's about right. how he feels about what the Black Pearl means to him. It's yes. freedom. That's what it is. It's freedom. Um, so it's I really like freedom. that. It really is. Yeah, I really that's a like great that. Speech. Yeah. Yes, it's really. Just, We're just having adventures. It sucks. It's friends. good. What can you say? Yeah. No, it's great. It's great. I do. I do like it. And yeah, it's only what you do. Can you serve under a pirate, or can you not? That's all we have here. We got to do this shit. You know. Right. Yeah, I like that. Um, so this is all coming to a head. So they're with, going to take uh, Will back. They're like, okay, we got him. We got the thing. We're going to go finally. Yes. But then Jack. Basically, it was action scene Barbosa. on action scene here. Yeah. yeah he's like, yeah. go send the pirates. The Don't break the curse yet. Go send the immortal pirates after the British. Kill the British. Yeah, yeah. Then you can become human. Yeah. yeah. Like, just wait a little bit. So they head over. There's a big battle on the Dauntless. Uh, of course, 
they're unkillable. So it's kind of one-sided at this point where the British are just getting slaughtered. And this is the first time you really see people just dying and it's still PG 13, but you see people getting stabbed with swords and like, yeah, that guy's probably dead. (laughs) And Connor Norrington's face is like, Ooh, I'm not getting out of this one. You're like, Oh (laughs) yeah. Uh, And then, and then we get a fight in the treasure room too. We get, um, well, Swatches being Jack is is sort of pretending to be on Barbosa's side, but really he's working with Will. That's the the double reveal, I guess. They turn mm-hmm. on him, they start fighting the pirates. We get a sword fight with you know Barbosa and Jack Sparrow, who's also taken a piece of the gold, so he is also immortal. Another reveal. Well, Jack gets stabbed. <gasps> Jack, no. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. As he pulls the sword out, steps into moonlight, and turns into skeleton Johnny, and you're like, yeah. interesting. Okay. You see him pulling yes. point. Very clever stuff. Yep. Yeah, we're gonna stay locked in an eternal duel forever, Jack. You know what? What's come on? Like I love that right. Barbosa. Did you did you guys ever play Great. Treasure of Monkey Island? It's very much that where all of a sudden yes. there's like skeleton pirates at the end, like having big sword duels, and you're like, "Great, mm. I'm a kid again." This is delightful. Actually, yeah. yeah, like the people that made that would would go on and say like, "Oh, that movie suspiciously like our games." <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I'm yeah. just putting that together, but if I was them, I would be very pissed. <laughs> I would at least try to litigate Lucas, some Lucas Arts, I think. Mm. Yeah. I would also be like, we are kind of in the Disney fold now, so it's interesting that <laughs> your uh, ideas came from somewhere, you would wonder. Mm, yeah. True, true. Kimbo the White Lion, Lion King, I don't know. <laughs> right. Uh, um, but yeah, so then, of course, they, uh, you know, Will drops the coins back in, they lift the curse, the pirates are now mortal. One dot goes off. Yes. You missed. Yeah. Did he? You've been holding mm-hmm. on that one shot for so long and just to waste it now. And then he uh, didn't waste years. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ten, 10 years you've been holding. You're right. It is a yeah. little Mr. Krabs, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Will drops the coin in. He's I feel cold. the greatest. We've had yeah, the great. green yeah. apple motif, the taste, yes. you know, the loss of I have a. A thirst that I can't quench, a hunger that won't disappear. I want to feel the wind on my face. That that speech was so incredible that to pay it off here with the whispering of, I feel, I feel cold. Boom, a drop. And you're just like, so where was Jeffrey Rush's best supporting actor this year? Like what was going on in 2003 that we weren't rewarding this performance? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he's incredible. And he has to teach the the king how to get over his stutter before we'll take this guy serious. Boom. Right. That's 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 retroactive for pirates. Yeah. Yes. But man, he was I mean, he was a. Uh, a more established uh, actor at this point, but I didn't know him, of course, when I was 13, but neither, he's yeah. um, he was not starring in movies for 13 year olds. No, <laughs> this was his movie um, for 13 year olds. It was yeah. great. Yeah. He picked the right one and he did a great job in it. So but what yeah. just, it's just amazing that this movie has two different iconic pirate roles and they're so yeah. different from each other. Like you would and never can't ever get over them. They're Barbosa. like, these two were the ones that were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's like, and if um, they would have had hit Jack it out of the Sparrow, yeah, yeah, like play regular, like it, you have two of the same pirate, then you just have two of the right. same pirates. Yeah. So you have this goofy one, and then the hey, regular guy. Yeah. It would just be yeah. like one with an eye patch, and you'd be like, okay, <laughs> great, yeah. No, the the you know the contrast is what makes it work. Yes, chemistry for yes. sure. So he's killed. Uh, obviously, all the pirates are now mortal. The British quickly uh, overwhelm Rally. them. They surrender. Um, and the day is won, right? And mm-hmm. uh, so the heroes have won. The British uh, Empire, of course, is the hero. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
And then we get this uh-huh. little epilogue where they're going to hang Jack, right? Cuts little back. epilogue? Again, 20 minutes. Yeah. 20, yeah. I believe eight of them are credits, but that's still a long, long time. But I, I like this scene. I like it. It's Do like, you like the outfit he appears in? <laughs> it really turned nice me on hat. Will Turner. Oh, well, yeah, nice hat. No, now he's feeling himself, you know, after doing I all this. I feeling himself. Like, I'll put this cape on. <laughs> yeah. Your yeah. dad's name was Bootstrap Bill. You don't get to dress like this. Yeah, no. no he's like, I'm funny. a pirate now. This is what I wear as a pirate. <laughs> that is not what pirates would wear. <laughs> we gotta go. He walks up to, uh, you know, Elizabeth in front of the Commodore and is like, uh, I love you, basically. And mm-hmm. she's like, okay, cool. Uh, well it uh, is my wedding day i'm literally marrying this guy right now so Mm -hmm. weird (laughs) yep yep uh yeah and then he saves jack from from hanging and uh four yes another great callback uh you know foreshadowing payoff we love it this sword this sword was made by a great man would a great man also give his wife little butterfly kisses before he says goodnight to her every night? I will. Yeah, you know, Norn is such a bad guy after all. Yeah. Yes. Like <laughs> he comes off truly like a psychopath in this last scene. <laughs> yeah. Got a guy. We can Got give him one day's head start. Yeah, yeah. Do, do, do. So it's, yeah, Jonathan Price. So again, this is one of those circular logic lines where he says, like, if piracy was the answer, then it seems to me that to do now is to what it is of piracy. And you're like, what did you just say? And then it like cuts to credits. And yeah. you're like, wait, what did he just well, and then say? The last shot is uh you know, they they start kissing and then he's just standing there awkwardly in the <laughs> yes. shot. I thought that was a very, he's like walking. Very weird. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, my yeah. daughter's just kissing this guy over here. Mm. I'll just watch awkwardly from the this side. This blacksmith. I'm the governor of, of Jamaica, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but that's the movie. And then it's that's the know, movie. There's some great sequels, you know, of course. Uh, just to mention real quick before we have another segment here. Um, like the boat stuff is really impressive. Like it's practical effects. Some of these explosions in the water and yes. stuff. Like there's really, really good action in this. So the choreography is good for the swatch. Yeah, they did a lot of it practical on boats mm-hmm. in the water. Mike, kind of thing. you yeah. know what my fucking favorite scene is? We are so introduced to the idea that will turner is saying this thing of like i make these swords but i also practice with them three hours a day that he is so yeah. good with these like swords or whatever he's such a great fighter but the power that jack has when they're having the conversation and he's on the ship and he swings and the bow hits uh will and like puts like the fact that he's like fighting with the boat that he's captaining basically it's mm-hmm. so cool Ten yeah years of captaining. he's able that's, to improvise doing. yes yeah, yeah. Those improvisational um, skills are great. The mast. I'm sorry, not the bow. Yeah, yeah. Right. But that is awesome. Yeah, and the whole thing with the, again, the sword fight in the blacksmiths. Who makes all these? And, you know, they're, you know, it's it's really the well. drunk guy back. there. You're yeah. just where I left you. You're not where I left you. <laughs> to the hammer. It's very funny. Yeah, just oh, one great. setup callback thing that I really liked, too, is like they have no cannonballs. So they're putting like forks and stuff in. And then they shoot it at our two R2D2 and C3PO yeah. pirate and it sticks yeah. in his eye. 
But then that gives yeah. them the idea we should put a weird thing in our canon, and that's what breaks <laughs> yes. the mask is the ball and chain. Like yes. they're inspired, right? And they take an action. It's like it's just really well done, even in the action scenes, little stuff like that. Or a PG thirteen movie, Mike. We do get those two characters in dresses at one point. <laughs> And a disapproving yeah. head shake from what a totally man. Well, that's the Disney of it all. It's just yeah. like, no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Take that off. We also get yeah. a guy. I mean, Mr. Um, Gibbs is literally like, and then when you're given that, you know, one bullet and you're on an island. Like he, he like mimes blowing your brains out. He doesn't say it, but for a Disney right. movie, again, he's mm-hmm. like, you'll commit suicide is what he's implying there. That's yeah. interesting. No, it's right so on the edge. Yeah, and this and yeah. That. yeah. Crazy what some of the things they get away with in this movie. Yeah. I do like Gibbs being obsessed with everything. Like bad luck. Everything's bad luck to him. Bad luck. It's like obsessed bad with luck. bad luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was good luck to watch this. I think, man. Yeah. Should we head on over to our next segment? Possibly. Let's cruise over. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, Jump ship as it were. (laughs) We're back here on Normies Like Us where we're going to be docking our ship here pretty soon, talking about uh, Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. versus the Black Pearl. Uh, but first, as we do in our long-form studies, done a special segment to close out uh, before we hit our final thoughts on mm-hmm. each of these. And that segment, I'm happy to announce, listeners, is returning. Wow. <laughs> yes. And now, Colin, remind me what this is called <laughs> yes. or what you named so it. So in our Star Wars series, we, of course, had the Star Wrath Trek. of Cobb. So yes. Star Trek, yeah, oh, excuse yeah. me, Jesus uh, Christ, our Star yeah. Trek series, the, the mm-hmm. Wrath of Cobb quizzes at the end. And this right. one, Jacob, you'll be guiding us through it. It's a name I came up with, which is why yes. I'm saying it, even though it's your segment. <laughs> yes. The Pod Ritz of the Cobbabian. Mm-hmm. Quiz. No, dead the pod dead man. Yeah. Dead man's quiz. The pod, pod rids pod rids of, of the, the Cobbian Dead Man's Dead Man's quiz. quiz. There we go. <laughs> it rolls right off the tongue. That's right. Yeah, Easily. This quiz is Easily. more like guidelines, you might say. But uh remember when we used to say Star Vember Wars Sember? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was amazing. Lord of I the November. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah, hob hobbits of the January <laughs> whatever like we used to say. Yeah, you know, right? You got to evolve. Oh, like, never want to know your next move. You know, that's the right. Ones you always know what they're going to do. You got to. Mm-hmm. That's right. But the yeah. point is, the Cobb's quiz is back. You know, fan Fun favorite, trivia. of course. Uh, mm-hmm. Trivia quiz, true false. You know the rules, normies. Um, mm-hmm. Colin and Mike here are going to answer true or false. See who gets the most right. Some of these may have come up when we were talking about the making of this movie. So we'll see how well these hold up. But. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's do it, right? And we got a whole visual that... element that if you watch along on YouTube, Mike and I are going to be flashing like one finger for true, two for false, just to keep us honest there. And of course, right. you can play along as well. Now, but before we get into paper a... and a marker and write a T and an oh. F on something we could flip around, but that's, that's a good idea. That would <laughs> be good. We will get paddles one day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should, something. You'd have to say arg or 
Oh. Those <laughs> <laughs> two things that pirates say. Almost like that. Savvy or true not savvy. Balls. <laughs> savvy. Barley. Yeah. Barley. We'll figure um, it out. Yeah, um, we'll figure it out. But we'll just keep the uh, one finger, two finger method for now. Yeah. Yep. Now before we begin, do you guys have uh pirate names? Of course, you guys oh. picked out pirate names before this for your team yeah, name. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, it's Mike Turner. I'm just a blacksmith pirate. I don't know. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, I'm going to call myself Elizabeth. Bad Beard. <laughs> bad Beard. Bad Beard. That's not bad. Um, the oh, famous pirate Bad Beard. Mm-hmm. Uh, bad all right. Well, let's, 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 let's get it. into this, uh, this here quiz. Uh, oh. All right. You know the rules. Um, question number one. So the first couple ones are going to be about uh, the casting, uh, casting mm. trivia. So Great. first of all, the role of Jack Sparrow was written for Hugh Jackman. True or false? Hmm. Hugh Jackman. 2003. 2003, oh. Hugh Jackman. When the hell was X-Men, I guess? 2001? 2002. 2002. Oh, that's interesting, Mike. That's interesting. Right. interesting. Australian I'm locked actor. in. I'm locked in, too. Lock him in. All right. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Hoist him. What should I say? Hoist the hoist <laughs> oh, the Ah, a split. I'm on true. Uh, it is that is true. Uh, was on false, you might have caught uh, the uh listeners. the name, you know, Hugh Jackman, Jack Sparrow. Um uh, he was it was originally written wait. for Hugh Jackman by Terry Rossio and Ted Elliott, um, but he wasn't Whoa. considered a big enough star at the time by Disney, which is interesting because this was after X-Men, of course, but yeah. he you didn't have the star power. And they're like, well, this Johnny Depp guy, we, we think we're going to go with him instead. And, huh. and again, Jacob, you brought up so much this episode about how he brings the rock star element. He brings everything to it. Yes, really, this would have been a more would straightforward but, but, pirate like, huge act. I'm just trying to even imagine what he would have looked like. You guys, of course, remember he does end up playing the pirate character Blackbeard in the film Pan, a Peter Pan prequel by right. Joe Wright that's maybe yes. one of the worst bombs in Hollywood history. And he's like bald in that. Like, I, I right. boy, I don't know. Huh. For some reason, they, they liked him and they're like, this guy, you know, this guy could be it. Um, also, Matthew McConaughey was considered uh, due to his resemblance to Burt Lancaster, who was a big uh, uh, action star, you might say, in sure. the 40s. Uh, swashbuckler yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah and matthew mcconaughey does kind of look like him so they're like if we want a burt lancaster type type this guy would be perfect but eventually oh, of course yeah. they went with johnny depp matthew yeah. mcconaughey would have given a similar performance to johnny depp even without all the other yeah. stuff that maybe could yeah. have worked yeah yeah he would have brought his own mcconaughey-ness to it elizabeth um, swan you're looking good girl it's like yeah. licking his lips and you're you like, get, oh. heard of me. Yeah. You stay the same age. I get older, but you stay the same age. <laughs> I stay immortal, but you stay the same age. I'm a skeleton. All right. All right. All right. All right. Next question. <laughs> it's good. It's on. good. That's good. It's all yeah. good. It's all That's right. Jack Sparrow. Uh, what about the role of Will Turner? It came it's down to Orlando bad. Bloom or Christian Bale. True or false? Okay, I'm ready. Okay, when was Batman Begins? That's after. That's after. Yeah, that's like 2004, five. Yeah. Okay. I'm. Yeah. Okay. I'm locked in. Lock them in. Three, two, one. Avasti, mateys. Don't false again. False. That is false. It was actually 
the two finalists were Orlando Bloom or Heath Ledger. <gasps> really? Heath Ledger. Oh. Yes. And, also you know, this would not have Knight's been good, Tale, honestly. Ten things yeah. I hate no, about he would you. would have been great with his Knight's Tale energy. A man <laughs> yeah. can but, change his stars. It's perfect, but, Will Turner. Mike, but that's the energy that he would have. But I'm picturing yeah. the Patriot because it's him so buttoned up uh, and being like innocent. And I just right. – I don't want any of that. I don't want – any of that i want i want uh, lord von Liechtenstein on a boat <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, i think he would have been great people love that movie love so that much movie. it's crazy <laughs> it's crazy it's incredible you might be interested to know that uh tom hiddleston also auditioned for this role Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston would have been good. This is way he would have been a baby way face. He would have he been was, uh, so young looking. But yeah. yeah. Interesting. Was okay. he yeah, what was he known for before Avengers? I get or Thor, I guess. Theater. No idea. Theater. Really Kenneth yeah. Branagh being like, We did a play together, I'll give you a shot on this. Mm. Wow. There you huh. go. Um, well, you right. guys nailed that second one. I was trying to throw you off, but let's go to Elizabeth Swan. Uh Natalie Portman was the first uh, casting as Elizabeth Swan, but had to drop out due to scheduling issues. True or false? Mm. Natalie Portman. I think I'm locked in. Locked yeah. in. Three, yeah. two, one. Uh, reveal them. Going true. true. We're both true. False. That was <sighs> false. I was trying I was to throw you guys Wars. off. Yeah, the Star Wars is what got me, Mike. I was like, out. of course they'd want to cash on that. We got yeah. More. yeah. You would think so. Um, other actresses that were considered Amanda Bynes or Jessica Alba. Whoa. Oh, so Amanda Bynes. Very strange choice. I, neither of them British. <laughs> hmm. No, I guess not. Wow. Um, oh, both of those. <laughs> Jessica Alba would have been terrible. Amanda Bynes would have been. I mean, this Whoa. would have been a straight up children's movie. This would have become well, yeah, like one of those like films the she made. Show at that point. Yeah, yeah, like, but like she's the man, you know, like those yeah. those movies yeah. she those like high school girl movies. That's what this would have been, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But no, nah, the the God tier casting is like um, Kate Beckinsale, probably. Yes, mm. yeah. Like if we're that would have been incredible. Yeah, yeah, a young Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, and for the last uh, casting yeah. question, here we go. The first choice for Barbosa was Robert De Niro. True or false? I'm locked in. I haven't liked thinking about any of these alternate dimensions. Robert De Niro. <laughs> I'll say that. I. Yeah. Okay, I'm locked in. I could see it. I could see. I'm it. locked in in my um, heart. Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Reveal. I'll, I'll go true. true. We're on yeah. That is true. That is true. And <laughs> wow. get this. It's such he a bad it idea. Down it had to be true because he thought it would bomb like every other pirate yeah. movie for the last thirty yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Um, he but, made the right choice. I could see. It. I yeah. mean, Robert De Niro, great actor. I could definitely see him as Barbosa. I mean, you took this gold. You <laughs> took this gold. You trying to tell me you took this gold? You're not coming back here. All right. That would be nice right. him with a right. real big. It's my ship. Yeah. yeah yeah the it's monkey he would not have weird. allowed on him no. <laughs> it would have been like no yeah. with another great line thank you jack and it's like not you we named the monkey hey, we named the monkey no. jack <laughs> hey, by the way hey, in Gore. that scene uh, oh, go ahead no no i was gonna do a bad joke go ahead <laughs> um in that scene when the monkey crawls up on his shoulder and he's like thank you jack the monkey smiles that was not planned. The monkey just did that, and they're just like hey. they just rolled with it. <laughs> this right? is it like a perfect this is pretty big time for us, by the way. I can't remember this guy's name. It's like Marigold or Daisy or something like that. This is the monkey from The Hangover. 
Mm. Oh yeah, it's gonna be on a big. I was like, I was thinking, like, when was the last big monkey movie? It was probably Indiana Jones, right? Raiders of the Lost Ark, that oh. monkey in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's. Uh, um, we love a mischievous had monkey. A lot of monkeys, that's not real true. ones. But you know, I don't right. love a mischievous monkey. I <laughs> don't, don't want to be don't. touched by a monkey. I would not allow it on my shoulder. This franchise becomes very this monkey heavy. <laughs> That's true. I would say if I if I was a pirate mm. and I had my choice of like pirate pet, I would definitely take a monkey over a pirate. Okay, a but parrot. take a, yeah. Imagine yeah. your tongue is cut out and you have a parrot that can only oh, yeah. say set the the wind in the sails or something yeah. like that. That's I I'd be happy with that. Sense. That'd be fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, Does it bother right. you guys out that I look like that guy? That's like I'm like barreling towards like becoming that dude. Unfortunately, no, you're gonna be caught. You could be a yeah, character a actor in a, in a pirate movie. Yeah, yeah, that. like thirty years. He was only. If a there's still a planet. Movie. If there's still oceans at that point. Mm-hmm. So what's the score now? Who's ahead right now? It you is, guys keep track. It is. I have one. I'm one ahead. A couple okay. of the trues I have not factored, but I'm up one. We've been on the same Great. side for a lot of these. That first one I blew. Yeah. And then the rest we've been on the same page. All right. Well, let's move on to the next question. Um, When Disney CEO Michael Eisner saw how Depp planned to portray Jack Sparrow, he hated it. True or false? Okay. Yeah. I think we... I might have said... (laughs) Yeah. All right. right. I'm going to... Three, two, one, reveal. True, right? It's true. It's feeling good about that. He proclaimed that... Depp was ruining the film, and he asked if he was supposed to be drunk or gay. Oh, jeez. Oh, two thousand. So, and so, guys, how do you guys? Um, mm-hmm. Very true. How right. do you guys interpret it? Because uh, there's been these sort of different theories that he is sunburned out or mm-hmm. um, is perpetually drunk. Obviously, he's kind of gone on to say he's portraying him as not having sea legs ever. Like even when he's on land, he's, he just feels a loss. Right. Yeah. yeah. I like to imagine. It's cool. It, yeah. In my head canon, it's like, they not maybe cause he was only there for three days, but just the pirating life. He's partied the whole time. Like he's just, his brain chemistry is off. Like you said, Colin, the scurvy's got him. Like he's not. Yeah. I would imagine it's syphilis, Mike, that truly he has a syphilitic brain and he will be dead in like three years. (laughs) Part of it also is that, and I love characters like this that are cleverer than they let on, but pretend to be like, they pretend to not know what's going on less than they actually do so that they can use that to their advantage at times. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Play the aloof Um, into the aloofness. Yeah. 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 He is kind of verbal penting us. You're, you're right, Jacob. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and I would argue, you know, you could read his character as a queer character, uh, even though he's, you know, only presented as heterosexual, I think in this series, but he is a sort of a queer, uh, non-traditional masculinity type of character. He's androgynous. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I say that. Which, you know, in the eyeliner and, and, you know, which also is, you know, what hair metal bands and stuff were doing in the 70s. So it's kind of ties into yeah. that as well. Yeah, totally. Um, we also, are you guys a big fan of his guitar career? I mean, we know he goes on no. to become a vampire of Hollywood. Like, this is a yeah. look he really is obsessed with. Yeah. 
I would um, say it probably doesn't work as well now, 20 years later, because no. eventually you just become like a washed up rock star instead of a cool yes. rock star in your but, 30s and, or 40s. But, and, and you know, Jake, the thing that he learns from this and kind of keeps committing, because I really remember my, my father passing this info on to me pretty excitedly, The um, not just the Keith Richards thing, but then after this, of course, he plays Sweeney Todd. And I remember my dad being like, and he said in an interview in this one, he's doing David Bowie. So it sort of became oh, the signature thing of like, what musician is Johnny Depp going to channel in his next performance? Which is very also strange. Just with uh, hmm. you know his partnership with Tim Burton, it was like, what yeah. weird thing is like Willy Wonka? Willy how is he going to do Willy Wonka? And he, and he like did Michael Jackson other... in that. He channeled. <laughs> remember, everybody like yeah, made right. big headlines out of that. It was very weird. Mm-hmm. Some of them work better than others for me. Like I didn't like Willy Wonka. I don't like his Mad Hatter really. <laughs> Oh, um, no, because that he channels like a Scottish Highlander, <laughs> which is like yeah. nuts. Do you guys yeah. like the Sweeney Todd? I, Sweeney yeah. Todd was okay. I've only seen it yeah. like once in 2007. It's, Helena Bonham Carter. Those were the days of Tim Burton where you just see, would see Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter in every movie mm. that he did. But uh, yeah. he did pale <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's, it's Edward Scissor hands before his hands become scissors. He's just a right. Lover. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um Speaking of Pale White, sorry, real quick, because I'm sure most of us watch this on Disney Plus is is how we watch this today, right? Yes. Um, Did you guys notice weird color grading? I wonder if this is one of those things where it's been retouched or something. Did you notice there's really no pure whites? Everything comes off as yellow? Hmm. I didn't really notice that. I didn't notice that, but I did notice that that green apple was color graded like crazy. It was popping. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. But if you look at people's eyes, they are yellow. They are not white. It's like, it's wild. Pirate disease. I wonder if, yeah, that's the next step choice to make everything just kind of dirtier and more. Yeah. I wonder if it is filtered. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, All right. Let's move on to the next question. I wonder what the next question is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Just a couple more. Um, Much of Jack Sparrow's dialogue was improvised by Johnny Depp. True or false? Hmm. I'm locked in. Yeah, I'll lock it in. Lock it in. Three, two, one. Reveal. Thank you. False. A split. That's true. That's uh, true. A lot of his dialogue was on improvised, including savvy. That was a, a Depp improvisation. And his final line of the movie, which inspired a band, of course, that Mike knows, mm-hmm. Bring Me That Horizon, was a line oh, that Depp came up yeah. with on that day of shooting. <laughs> so, oh. Yeah. Bring, me, bring that me that horizon. horizon. That's a good Final line. I'm not familiar with that band. Oh, Bring me the horizon. horizon. Bring me the horizon. They're like a metalcore um, band. Uh, so if yeah. Johnny Depp was not in this movie, that band would not exist, or it would be named something different. I they have a different name. <laughs> It'd be named yeah, Muppet Treasure line. Island. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What's the last line of the previous Star Wars release? It'll be like that. But yeah, Bring me that horizon. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So there you go. Bring me the horizon. Great band. I put too much stock okay, in the script. I just thought it was too good. I don't know. Yeah, I no, there's a lot of like I said, you know, he brings so much to the role that wasn't on the wasn't on the page in the script that yeah, um, yeah he just started throwing out lines. When it's like, a oh, big a character piece like this, you just like there's 
the guy would just say, I'm sure to gore every time, like, but I'm like, I'm feeling it. I'm doing this. I'm sure it's just impossible to get him to say what you oh, yeah. want to say. It's just like, okay. Like I said, he showed up with character to accomplish in this scene or interaction. Yeah. Do it however you need oh, to, Johnny. It really just seems like they just were like, do whatever you think is best for the character. Like, you know, the character better than anyone else, basically, or how you right. want to portray the character. Here's an interesting question before we get to the next uh, actual question that you have, because mm-hmm. I think they're the linchpins of their franchise. Do you think they could swap? Could Robert Downey Jr. do this? And could Johnny Depp play Iron Man? Mm. Hmm. Hmm. I think so. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Kind of have similar energies I, as actors. Yeah. I think he's on uh, Robert Downey Jr. I think is an underrated actor because people mm. are so used to him as Tony Stark. Now they forget that he can do other stuff. Like when he was an Oppenheimer, I was like, this guy's great in Oppenheimer. He's doing something different than Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, he can do other things. I forgot. He's Charlie Chaplin. I, yeah. yeah I, maybe. I don't know. He's, he's probably good at improvising, too. They both improvised a lot. I mean, a lot of those Tony Stark lines were made up, Mike. So. Right. Very like really parallel characters, too, ones. because Tony Stark, as the MCU Tony Stark, was a lot of Robert Downey Jr. putting himself into the character. And also that character was not popular before the movie Iron Man at all as like a. No. Like, can you imagine, Jacob, if he was like, I'm picturing this guy as Bruce Springsteen or if he like just like a different like musician. (laughs) You're like, I I don't know. For Tony? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Yeah. Okay. Next question. Let's do it. Yeah. So this is about Zoe Saldana, our Mm. favorite. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. She's not green in this. Is that the question? <laughs> she's not yeah, green. Yeah. She's not blue. Um, she's not in space. Disney. She's on a ship. She is yeah. on a ship. <laughs> uh, but after this movie, Disney wanted to make a spinoff featuring her character. Huh. True or false? Anna Maria. Uh, Anna Maria, but without a space in between it. Yeah. Um, and I'll say this too, maybe just as a hint for both of us, Mike. I'm pretty sure there is a famous lady character in the original ride, and maybe that's an Anna Marie. Hmm. Interesting. I need. I should have watched a YouTube about the Easter eggs from the ride. <laughs> I should watch somebody ride it. <laughs> I'd be yeah, curious true. to see what 4K, it's like. HD theme park. Yeah. Right, I'm right. locked in. <laughs> Lock them in. All right. Three, two, one. Reveal. I'm gonna say yeah. I'll go true on that. That is false. Oh, damn it. I had to get you guys. But uh, she did. I did see Michael Eisner making a dumb decision like that. So, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. I was just th- thinking maybe her star power just shone through so much. They're like, we got to make a movie about her. But oh, uh, she did not return for this, to the sequels because she had a bad experience on set, like mm-hmm. Mike was saying. Uh, she said, quote, those weren't the right people for me. I'm not talking about the cast. The cast was great. I'm talking about the political stuff that went on behind closed doors. It was a lot of above the line versus below the line, extra versus actors, producers versus PAs. It was very elitist. I almost quit the business. I was 23 years old and I was like, fuck this. I'm never putting myself in this situation again. People disrespecting me because they look at my number on a call sheet and think I'm not important. Fuck you. Dang. So there you go. <laughs> Strong words. It was like you said, a featured machine. Yeah. Yeah, she. I mean, she was probably very low on that call sheet. So just because well, Jacob said his name star. earlier, yeah. l- let me wrap this thread up real quick to say yeah. that you said this is a Jerry Bruckheimer production. Um, yes. Jerry Bruckheimer, incredibly famous producer who had a deal with Don Simpson. They did Simpson Bruckheimer, which was a really big, uh, like Jacob said, action movie production company that would do like The Rock or like right. Con Air. 
or like all that old stuff. Yeah. Um, when Don Simpson Girl died Harvard. and had a heart attack on his toilet from doing way too much cocaine, mm. um, Jerry Bruckheimer was a little bit adrift and people were like, what is going to happen with him as a producer now? That is when he did this film and it is the lightning rod, uh, literally of Bruckheimer films, the lightning hitting yeah. the tree in his production yes. title uh, yeah. that kicks off his entire career of him being able to make national treasure um, that magician's apprentice thing, like all those films that he had at first look in great big deal with Disney for mm. including these films, the, the rest of them as well. So it really yes. does kick off. You have to imagine Jacob, he's probably the guy who's always had a problem with kind of like a yeah. notorious piece of shit as well. So that's, I, I, I just wanted to say that to say it's, it's interesting who were those behind the scenes people. Yeah. Right. He did have a long uh, partnership with Disney where he went on to produce national treasure and, uh, Lone Ranger and some other he did Lone Ranger they, too. Yeah. Of course, of course. Um, should we? Should we do? Yeah. Oh, sorry, real quick. Should we do as an extra episode like we did Galaxy Quest for this series? Should we do Jungle Cruise oh, or boy. should we do Lone Ranger? The most yeah, first movies. Uh, ever. I have to be Lone Ranger because it's just Johnny Depp again doing the same thing. Lone Ra- playing a we Native American as to. a a white guy. You know, Johnny Depp is a white. It, Starring man. a cannibal. I would also like to <laughs> yes. remind everybody yeah. who the star of that film is. Yes, Army that. Hammer. Yeah. Yes. In the film, um, I would also like to point out, if you guys haven't seen it, it's about Wendigos, which are cannibals in the movie. So oh, there's geez. a very Great. interesting plot happening there. Love yes, Army man. Hammer. Yeah, I, I support it. I would Muppet Treasure um, Island. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike, maybe we do Muppet Treasure too. Island yeah. as a bonus. I love it. Or Treasure yeah. Planet. Oh my gosh! Disney story jokes. by Ted uh, Ted Elliott. You Ted let us. Maybe we do. Um, right in. Yes, yes. Right in. If we get a couple suggestions either way, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely. Have to I like having one you suggest. On these. Yeah. Yes. There's only five mainline entries. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's enough where we could throw something yeah. else in there to have fun to wrap it up. I see. Yeah. Um, right. But yep. like, I was just going to say, fun fact about Jerry Bruckheimer: mm-hmm. he's the first producer in Hollywood history to have two the top two highest grossing films in a single weekend. Mm. Uh, the first one of those is Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Do you know what the other one was that was in the same weekend? It opened that. against this. This should have been my extra, my bonus. And I fucking wonder if I went to this. I mean, I just remember being so pirates out. Um, fuck. <sighs> that would have also been a Jerry Bruckheimer movie. It's yeah. not Disney. Hmm. No, no, it's gotta be some, it's gotta be one of his, it's, is it like a Michael Bay action movie, Jacob? Uh, bad boys. Yeah, actually, it is a Michael. Bay is it? Is it bad movie. boys? It's bad boys two. Oh, bad Mike. boys two! I was so close. Yeah. Wow. 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 So there too you bad, go. Too yeah. I, I did not see that in theaters. I love the bad boys franchise, but I did not see that in theaters. Uh, I didn't I either. You. I was later to that franchise. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let's. There's only. A, Two more questions, so let's get to those. All right, yeah, yeah. Gary uh, Bruckheimer also definitely going to die on his toilet with a cocaine. <laughs> by the way, so let probably. me just set that up for the future. <laughs> yeah, the over under. Um, this one I might have touched on already, but we'll just go with it. Uh, so the subtitle of Curse of the Black Pearl was added five months before the film's release. True or weird? Okay. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Um, lock them in. Yeah, I'm yeah, locked. Yeah. yeah, three, two, one, reveal. Gotta be true. true. That is true. And now the reason for this, it was added at Michael Eisner's request uh, because, of course, it was successful. They wanted to make sequels. Um, mm-hmm. Gore Verbinski hated that subtitle because, of course, it's not 
the black pearl that is cursed. It is the Aztec gold that is cursed. So he didn't True. like the name because he, he was like, that doesn't make sense. The black pearl is not cursed. But you well, could the argue like, the, black the crew pearl. of the black pearl. Yeah, yeah that's, they're being afflicted. That is the curse of the black pearl. Yes. Um, yeah. Gore Verbinski did not like it. Do you guys like it? I love yeah, it. It's fine. It sounds like a great like D&D module. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. And that's how all these subtitles should be for these things. Yeah. Well, I, but knowing in hindsight, Mike, that they really take the pirate additives of like dead man, tell no tales. And I don't think at world's end has a pirate meaning, but you know, the, the stranger ties, those are all very piratey terms. I, I would have kind of liked if this one was called like, I don't know, like, Yo ho ho! It's very like is gone. Yeah, I like it because yeah. it's very Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? Yeah, it is. Very it really Indiana is. Yeah. yeah, I think the, the other sequels, it's very a New Hope. Yeah. I mean, it really is. Mm-hmm. The sequel subtitles are not as good because they're all, like you said, pirate themed and just not as imaginative to me. It's just like yeah. provocative. Like, like what Dead is Man's Chest girl? is like, yeah, easy. Yeah, but if it had been easy. something like Barbosa's Revenge, Jacob, I mean, the no, the one bad. is basically called Salazar's Revenge, which is right. like the worst. It sounds like it sounds like the Return of Jafar, though, is the issue that I have mm. with it. Where I'm like, who? What are you talking about? But we also <laughs> like Star Wars, and half the titles of Star Wars movies are like the dumbest. Type yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> you know yeah rise of skywalker well, they, revenge oh, okay, of they the rhyme. sith is so wild yeah revenge yeah. of the well the phantom menace i mean why well, like the phantom menace the it's phantom so menace is maybe the craziest <laughs> title of a movie ever made yeah. the <laughs> the phantom, phantom menace, menace. That you're not mean, going to figure you? out who the bad guy is the, it's yeah. a phantom menace <laughs> yeah. uh poetry they rhyme yeah but, right, so michael more. eisner CEO of Disney, you could say he maybe wasn't with the with the times at this point because he's making a lot of very strange decisions with with pirates. He oh, yeah. had a very successful run in the nineties, but then would get pushed out for uh, Bob Iger, who is you know currently still the CEO after you know Bob Chapek took over for like two years, mm-hmm. but then Iger came back. So that's the history of Disney CEOs for you there. Yeah, I mean, Eisner was the guy who, speaking of Aladdin again, came up with the idea of Return of Jafar, of doing those direct-to-home uh, video movies. Yes. Of, he was like, yeah. if we have big franchises, we need to be making fucking money. He also cursed nonstop, supposedly. Yeah. Nice. Also, on the straight-to-DVD note, uh, if this movie would have gone to straight-to-DVD, they wanted to cast uh, Carrie Eels or Christopher Walken as Jack Sparrow. Isn't that strange? That's Harry Yules. Harry Yules makes more sense. Okay, but, uh, yeah. He also yeah. was like the Dread Pirate Roberts and stuff, so he's kind of done that. Elizabeth yeah. Swan, what are you doing here? You're yeah. like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> you're so old, Jack. <laughs> but you have heard of me. He's got yeah, yeah. he's got one of the Continentals thin mustache, and that's it. Made, and you're like, Christopher Walker should have been Barbosa, and then Carrie now Yule. I will yeah, say this, true. but Jacob, yes. a, a famous video that I sent you that I'm sure we're not even going to worth mentioning. <laughs> it kind of if Christopher Walker did it, it kind of would have been like Michael Bolton dressing up like Jack Sparrow. Sure, <laughs> yeah. would have been like an old oh, yeah. man dressed <laughs> like a pirate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, playing opposite um, Kira Knightley. Strange, strange choices, but. Thankfully, it wasn't straight to video. Um, now, is this our final question? This is the final question. This is the final question. Mike, get us up on the score real quick. What are we at here? So, we're. St- I'm still up to. Okay, so this one's worth 10. <laughs> yes, this one's worth 10. <laughs> well, this one's going to blow your minds. I'll just tell oh, you no. that. <laughs> um, maybe a little connection with our last video series. Uh, yeah, here we go. Okay. The ship... Yeah. 
used as the HMS Interceptor was the same ship used in Star Trek Generations. Oh, True or false? Okay. The, the oh, ship, because the that one on starts. Yeah. Yes. The USS Bounty Enterprise or whatever the fuck they the call it. Enterprise. Yeah, right. The Enterprise on the water, yeah. When they're oh, yeah, Worf is being guys. promoted, they're all they're all on the uh the holodeck. Uh, he is yeah. not a merry man. Now bird. now I ask, what would you have thought if Patrick Stewart was wearing Will Turner's musketeer outfit when he came out? Well, he was wearing some wild uh, swashbuckling <laughs> outfits when he does Shakespeare. So we've seen a musketeer. Oh no. Card. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I'm locked in think? on this. Lock them in. Three, two, points. one. Reveal. I said true. true. Ooh, same that is true. That is true. For a second, that's um, wild. So I was like, yeah, that blew my mind. going to share their boat, but then I'm thinking, how many boats <laughs> Look, are there in Hollywood? You you fucking make these things, and they like uh, we brought it up on the One Piece episode. Mm-hmm. Most of that, speaking of Long John Silver's, is from the Stars original Treasure Island prequel series, Black mm-hmm. Sails. They made all those pirate ships in right. South Africa, and then they were like, "Hey, we're just going to keep these here in case anybody wants to shoot something piratey again." That's yeah, smart. makes sense. Yeah, the yeah. real name of that boat is the Lady Washington. The so Lady you think about Washington. it, you know, the Interceptor is that smaller boat. It's about, you know, looks pretty much the same as the boat in Star Trek yeah, Generations. It is the same. Awesome. All right. What nice. would you guys name your boats? Ah, hmm. the what Black would you name Pearl. Boat? <laughs> I would name mine the White Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Valley Girl. The Valley Girl pretty, would be really cool. That's a good one. The Valley Girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call it, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just Something a national tired. treasure. All Nicolas Cage projects. Yeah. That makes sense. I'll yeah. call mine The Rock. And then it'll Anchorman. crash. And I'll be like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. All right. That's that great, was, uh, that was a great name, quiz. Name the segment. The Padrets of the Cababian <laughs> Dead Man's Quiz. Yes, this was incredible. And Mike, wow. of course, the inaugural first winner. <laughs> yes, you did it. Um, Yo-ho. Y- y- yes, congrats. Yo-ho to you, my mate. My mate, too. Honor. I, I will take the Aztec treasure now. Thank you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, Don't do take it. that. Live forever. Um, Great. Uh, let's Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Let's hit some final thoughts then, I think, right? Let's yeah. uh, let's wrap so it up here. After this. This is the tale of Captain Jack Sparrow. Pirates so brave on the seven seas. What? A mystical quest to the Isle of Tortuga. We're back here on Normies Like Us. We're pulling up the anchor. Like we said, our boat is in port. None of us are getting hung today. We're mm. getting away with it because we're wrapping up talking about those bad boy pirates. The Pirates of the Caribbean. Curse of the Black Pearl. Here on our yep. first installment of our series of the Disney original franchise. Uh, mm-hmm. Now we're going to give our final thoughts. What do we think, boys? Like we said, we, we all really liked this movie. Talked about it a lot. It's super important. I'll make mm-hmm. this point real quick. We yes. we kind of danced around it, but I'll say this is maybe the most important movie we've ever discussed on this podcast released in our lifetime. Wow. I would say Star Wars is the most influential, but mm-hmm. of our lifetime, this film would go on to basically be the blueprint for all blockbusters going forward that we now enjoy. I would say. Uh, 
Yeah, the blockbuster blueprint. I mean, I mentioned early on, like the script is so good. It's like the first act yeah. is like so perfectly done, and um, yeah, I, you see why you would copy this. You know, if you're going to do a blockbuster, and I think it works too because it's um, well, it's a period piece, and it stays true to that, and it's it has quippiness in it, but it's not super full of like what would become like MCU quippy humor. Like right. I feel like it's, it's, it's less than that. Like it's, it, it's, it stays somewhat true to like being a serious historical movie at times where it, it, it you can take it seriously. There's, yeah. There's no references, you know, it's not yeah. Robert Downey Jr. is not calling Thor point break or, right. you know, like these things which are not really jokes as much as they're just you hearing things you enjoy and kind of going like, yeah. oh, yes, I'm being reminded. This is great. This is right. there's none of that, Jacob. It's very much no. character driven comedy of the mm-hmm. time. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's why it works so well. The The script is great. I mean, it's like the perfect blockbuster script. Like I said, they should teach it in film school. And mm-hmm. The structure is just, yeah, it's great. And again, yeah. the constant, we're just putting people like with odd, odd couples, the whole thing, get, get Will Turner, yeah. Jack, get Jack with Kira Knightley, get Jack with Commodore, you know, get just yeah. odd couples. It should be studied. Time. Mostly gets one-on-ones with literally every character. Cause you could tell yeah. in testing, they're like, this is like, let's just mix it. You're right, Mike. It's like, let's come on, like get everybody a little scene with everyone. Yeah. 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 It's great. And I think it should be studied of how, good it is at, at introducing characters and immediately you know what's their motivation what are they all about like what's their moral code or whatever like it just does such a good job of economically giving you this information um yeah and then they the said goals. like the, the pair-ups um the double turns like it's great and i think my stance on these movies for for a long time has been like the first one was really really good and then all the sequels they never quite live up to it even the two sequels, the direct sequels to this from my memory don't hold up to it. So I will be interested to go back and see if, you know, if I feel better about them or if I feel worse, you know, rewatching. But the way that you, and it's not even nostalgia, I would argue. It's just really the way that you become aware of how much practices have changed. Right. Jacob and and how Mm -hmm. modern films are made. But like when we would watch wild, wild west and truly now be like, They don't make movies like this anymore. I have to wonder if there's been enough time and that when we return next month for uh, Dead Man's Chest or Dead Man Tell No Tales or whatever the hell the next one's called, if we all won't be a little more enchanted with it than we used to be. It's definitely possible. And from my memories, I think two and three are still better than the other sequels that come after. But they still never quite live up. It's like the Matrix. Like the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Re- That's a great revelation. Yeah, is perfect. Is good. Or, or what's the second one? Resur- revelations. Revelations. Reloaded, yeah. and then it goes reloaded. to Revelations. Yeah. Reloaded, yeah. I like Reloaded, but it doesn't live up to the original Matrix to me. Like none of the sequels. Did. Which was a perfect film that you very much yeah. was a big gamble driven yeah. by one weird performance like that's mm-hmm. it's really kind of a perfect analogy to look at jacob to go yeah, like yeah. and then a studio being like beef it up and whatever you do make the second one kind of empire strikes back and you're like but what does that mean and then right. seeing how the directors interpret that is mm-hmm. really what we end and also, up being paid off with yeah yeah this one was very much made 
to be a standalone movie if it yeah. needed to be, but also leaving room that there could be sequels if it was successful, but it can stand alone as a movie. Whereas the two and three, they're like, all right, we're going to build up the lore and the mythology of this yeah. world more. It's going to be a bigger thing. It's going to be a, a two-parter thing where there's going to be overarching narratives between these movies and stuff. And like, mm-hmm. I think something about the simplicity of just this movie working as a standalone movie, like that really works for me too. Yeah. And just like, yeah, The Matrix, they both complete their narrative within their runtime yeah. and you don't need to pop in the sequel. Whereas if you want to watch number two, you have to watch three like you know you right. can't just do that um and you wouldn't and, probably watch two without watching the first one first anyways yeah so or you just watch three like i would think you were a lunatic if you yeah. told me you just i just watch at world's end really every like every that. couple months i'd be like yeah. what? i really like that scene with all with a bunch of jack sparrows in it right <laughs> oh, yeah. i definitely remember that that scene. is like yes. a yeah. Yeah. sure we get a lot of uh, yes it is yeah um <laughs> that one that one version of him that's just like screaming <laughs> oh, i love man. it i love um, the Ma- have we done the matrix on this podcast i don't think we have i think, so. I think we have we actually we have haven't we we Maybe. did okay I'll find out so but, um, please let me know because otherwise yeah. i lied that's the most important movie that's been released in our life well thinking about you know we came of yeah. age at a very important time for, where where blockbuster movies were really becoming their own thing we had yes. of course they were we had pirates gaming. we had yes lord of the rings we had the prequels we had matrix uh, we had the spider-man movies uh and we had you know harry potter so those were all formative Late nineties yeah. to early two thousands yeah. uh franchises that made the blockbuster movies what they are today, essentially. It created a monster. Yeah. Iron Man yeah. would come in two thousand eight and finish it off once and for all. Same year as uh Dark Knight, right? Yeah. Two thousand eight. Wild. Yeah, just it broke everything. Yeah. So it is five years after this, broke everything. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, but this and uh, uh, vacuum, though it's it's lovely. It's just a it's little great. Bit long yeah, to you know. But. Yeah, I think it's the perfect length. I wouldn't make it any shorter. I would have gone to Isla de Muerto one time. Mm. You know, at the cool. very end. Yeah, but I. Well, we'll you know, have to see how the sequels hmm. hold up next month. I'm very excited for that. <laughs> yes, I remember the overarching narrative of like Will's arc and everything, and it's like, okay, I know the story they're telling, but we'll see. I don't think I've ever watched a pirates movie more than once except for this one wow so it'll be interesting to watch these all again for basically yeah. the first time in years i'm just excited for my boys bill nye stellan skarsgård they're gonna be popping up Get we're gonna make that. some really cool stuff going forward yeah yeah Tell so stay that. tuned normies next month uh i will we'll say about Stellan Skarsgård going forward. We do have Captain Jack Sparrow look at Will Turner and say, you look exactly like Bootstrap on <laughs> this one, which in my mind, I was like, yeah. I don't know that that gets paid off. <laughs> well, that's uh, Bill Nye, I think, is, is Bootstrap, right? No, Still. he's he's Davy Jones. Oh, I might have had him backwards. And I thought yeah, you sw- no, no, no. His dad is Stellan Skarsgård, Doug. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's hard. It's hard serving on. Yeah, the I'll have to go Dutchman. back and. Right. Yeah. I know. Doesn't because SpongeBob's on there. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Um, Yeah. Good job, Pirates. You know, vast, savvy. We had a good parlay. It's an incredible franchise. We had a great parlay. Mm -hmm. That's right. Opening salvo. So, yeah. Yeah. Very strong entry into the franchise. And uh, stay tuned because we'll be going through them. 
in the months to come. Going through it. <laughs> Absolutely. Normies listen along. We hope you are toasting us with some rum. Um, what is rum made of? I was thinking about that the sugar. entire time too. Made of spices and stuff too. Spice spices, rum, right? sugar, but it was yeah. it was so like specific to the Caribbean. That's why it's sugar such a cane, of course. That makes they can't get sugar yeah, in sugar more cane, temperate climates. Can't get is those Captain spices. Morgan your guy's favorite pirate? Probably. <sighs> okay. Favorite, yeah, maybe that is a good way. To, favorite pirate. <laughs> it's. I it's, do. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Curry. I I like that. Pirate, um, show our our flag means death yeah. uh john oh, steed i'm yeah. sorry i called him uh edward steed earlier john edward steed. Teach. I, I enjoy yeah, that edward show teach. very much edward uh, teach, yes. is blackbeard which is played by yeah. taika watiti um yeah it's a good show it's about how all the pirates were gay together the whole time Turned um out. it's a gay love story uh check it out normies anyways boat back mountain <laughs> that's good right yeah boat basically Ah, come on in. Good that was great. <laughs> I love <laughs> shit. Heath Ledger, you know, Night's Tale, it's all connected. We're on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> love boat. Um, He's probably still alive in that timeline where he plays Jack Sparrow, huh? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, Maybe. Bummer. He, he never takes the Joker role. Will Turner. Sorry, Will Turner. Yeah. He's too busy to take the Joker role, so he yeah. Dang, doesn't go imagine. insane. Yep. yep. No, I don't know. Um, RIP, we love you, Heath Ledger. We do. Um, all right, normies. Yeah, let's set yeah. sail. This has been great. Let's bring me yeah. the horizon. We appreciate you listening along, like we said. Toast us, uh, but keep tuning in. Like we said, we'll be back in a month. Otherwise, we got some cool end-of-the-year content coming up. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's going to be the holidays. We'll probably be taking Christmas off. We're figuring that out right yeah, now. Yeah. We'll be on the lookout. Um, yeah, but otherwise, you know, we'll be back. Check us out at normies underscore like underscore us. Rate, review, subscribe. Like we said, that helps us out a lot. Uh, send us a message in a bottle there. We will find mm-hmm. that and be very happy to hear your thoughts. And, of course, check us out on YouTube as well. Uh, but otherwise, we have been your host. This is uh, Elizabeth Swan. <laughs> my <laughs> corset. My corset. <laughs> hey, but sorry, real quick. I know you yeah. just said Mike Turner. But <laughs> sorry, fine. real quick. When she falls into those rocks... I was yeah. horrified this time. I was like, no, she, she is going to break her neck. Yes, yeah. she will die. Mm-hmm. Didn't they have a, uh, a miracle she missed the rocks? She yeah. does, yes. What they say yeah. to Norrington, it's a miracle she missed the rocks, sir. Don't you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. That's right. It's yeah. a great screenplay. Uh, tips his hat to the hanged pirate. Like, hey, my buddy. Just great stuff. All in that that opening act. That's that's the final so thing I'll say. They say do it in the first 15 minutes. It takes about 20. A little bit bigger movie, but... Textbook. absolutely all right absolutely mike turner turning the page on this one this is uh captain jake spare cob avasti mateys avasti yo ho oh so that's why jacob's kind of how did jacob escape that island with the sea turtles yes the sea turtles tied his head on my back <laughs> Nice. My name is Gandalf the Grey, and I'm imploring you to leave a like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Don't keep it secret. Don't keep it safe. Don't take me as a conjurer of cheap tricks. 
and we'll catch you on the next episode of Normies Like Us. Fly, you fools!